0: Hey, when does the show start?
1: Okay, okay,
2: let's do it. One, two, three,
1: four. It's time for four hours of
3: intellectually immature nonsense.
2: What's this monkey business going?
3: This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS.
1: Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey.
3: I, I say I'm an idiot. All the time. If I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. And <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This show when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. <laughs>
1: All right, there it is. A Monday, the 27th day of March, 2023. Hope you had a good weekend. Thanks for being here. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. That is
0: me. Good afternoon, everybody.
1: And there is Nelson. Hello, hello. Yeah, and your phone number, 916-909-0985. Streaming on the Odyssey app. Podcast always available on the Odyssey app. Also, our website, thebaileyshow.com. Does anybody else hear kind of a thing in the background? Or is it just? I do me? no. Yeah. It's
3: like it. uh, check uh, where your microphones are plugged into the the table. Sometimes they come loose.
1: Oh yeah, because I've got time and I know what you're talking about. What, you what, know, what, uh, everybody, listen. Just hold on for a second. <laughs> I'm gonna crawl under the table hold and on. start unplugging things. <laughs> just, just, just bear with us. You
0: know. No, it's not that. No, it's, not that. Nope, it's a bug name. Uh, I, I,
1: this, this, this footage of this shooting in Nashville is horrible. Um, thank you very much for turning that off. Uh, I'm sure uh, if you haven't seen it yet, but uh, earlier this morning there was a shooting in a private Christian elementary school in Nashville, Tennessee, and more details have been released that uh, three nine-year-old children and three adults are deceased. Oh my god! That should not happen in this country. Period hey, the end of story, this is this would mark the 129th mass shooting in the United States so far this year. Oh. And then what what what's going to happen next? Well, I've seen this movie before. You're going to watch one newscast and they're going to talk about how to uh, solve the problem this way. You're going to talk about another newscast and they're going to talk about solving problems that way. And neither one of them are going to pick up the phone and talk to each other to actually solve the problem. And then it will be bypassed for something else new that hits the news. And yet uh, it's just it's it always amazes me how desensitized we have become to to these mass shootings in this country. You know, I'm watching this footage uh, in the live shots uh, at the school. The After Effects, obviously. You know, they're showing footage from earlier when the children were being taken out of the schools. They have hand on shoulder, hand on shoulder kind of thing, and then afterwards, when they got the the, the shooter, who I'll get to here in just a second, and it, it, you just see people walking around like it's just another day. It, it's it's just crazy how that is. Like, there's a cop. And now, granted, I don't. I'm not beating up on the cop here, but he's laughing. He's laughing about something. He's not laughing about this, obviously. But somebody said something to him, and a camera's on him. He's laughing. Just for anybody to have a smile on their face on right. that on that property, that just goes to show you how desensitized we are.
0: Right. No emotion. No, no feelings for the family, the children. Like it's just like, oh, we're you know responding to something else today.
1: Twenty-eight year old. You ready for this? Woman shooter. <sighs> Twenty. I don't know if there's ever been a woman mass shooter.
0: I looked that no. up earlier. I didn't see that we've ever had a woman that went in and did something like this. You've
3: had female serial killers, but not. I think you're right in that there's not a, a mass shooter. Usually when you see uh, stories of women that have killed multiple people, it's like in a nursing situation or like they call it an angel of death. Or they
1: kill their own kids, like th- Susan yes. Smith in South mm-hmm. Carolina yeah. and one of those types of things. But this, this woman, what they're saying is was a former student of this school. I, I, it's an elementary school. So it's been a minute since she's been
3: there. Exactly. S-
1: and at 28.
3: That's 16 years, right? You get out at 12. You go into seventh grade about 13. No, elementary school stops at fifth grade. Yeah. Oh, at fifth is grade. It, where I'm from, mm-hmm. it stops at sixth. So. Fifth grade. So yeah. she's. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: She's been holding a. Gr- again, I mean, just speculation. It's just very odd. You know, all the news stories say 28 year old woman shooter. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's a man, they just say 28 year old shooter. But because it's different, they're going to say woman, and rightfully so, because that's an interesting piece of the puzzle. And then everybody speculates, and you wonder why a 28-year-old woman would slide in the side door, armed with at least two assault-style rifles and a handgun, and start shooting up the place. And they said it was a targeted attack whether they're targeting these children or not. But nine years old, man, I just, you know, I'm sitting here flashbacks of my daughter when she's nine years old. Exactly. I, I couldn't move on with life if if somebody were to take her from me. Exactly. I just wouldn't happen. Um, it would be a, a, a totally different world for me.
0: It's saying here that she's actually the second female that we've had to carry out a mass shooting. The first one was a 16-year-old girl by the name of Brenda Spencer, and this happened back in 1979. Really? Yes. She shot up a school in San Diego, an yeah. uh, elementary school at that. Oh, no. Horrible.
1: Yeah, horrible. So, anyway, we get anything else interesting, I know it's kind of a bummer to start the show, but I'm just sitting here right. kind of fixated on this coverage, and, you know, it's you know, like, you, 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 why, why, why? I'm a big wondering why people do things. By the way, the, the shooter was was killed, so the, they killed her. I'm a fan of keeping them alive, if you can. Yes. Because I want to know what your deal is. And then you can kill them afterwards. You can find out. But I'm just, why did you do what you did?
3: In a perfect world, I'm with you on that, but how often do we see uh, when they do keep them alive that we get that Joker guy from uh, Denver, and then all he's doing is just playing into the camera more, and, and never giving us like the answers that we're looking for?
1: So they get the for, uh, the fame uh-huh. afterwards, that's what they're looking for? Yeah, I I, I, I think some of these people think they're going to go down as martyrs, and, and they're, they're doing it for a cause. Or, I, I have no idea. I don't even want to go and speculate on this one. I have no clue. Uh, for a 28 year old woman to go back to her old stomping grounds of an elementary school
0: and kill babies
1: and kill babies <laughs> and you know and three adults were also killed
0: horrible
1: you know it's absolutely horrible anyway 916-909-0985 uh uber smart at the end of this hour so if you are looking for the freebie we will take care of that for you with aftershock passes later on in the program test the waters with the audience as we're still getting to kind of know each other, right? Uh, my buddy Bubba Ray Dudley, or Bully Ray, depends on what you what promotion you watched him in. In the WWE, he was part of the Dudley Boys, the most decorated tag team of all time. And in Impact, outside of the WWE, he's Bully Ray, because that's a different name. Can't have right. the same name.
3: Can't own it. Can't have the name.
1: But anyway, he's going to join us because WrestleMania is in town. Uh, well, not, well, it's it's in California, but uh, I mean... It's uh, it's at SoFi Stadium, right? So he'll come on. He's had one of the you know some of the be- biggest and best WrestleMania matches of all time. I'm a wrestling fan. If you haven't figured that out yet, so uh, I mean the table ladder chairs match is infamous, right? With wrestling, everybody knows the table ladder. Ch- the, the- I
0: saw it, and it is a spectacle. Well, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, were you there? Hold- you were in
1: the crowd? No, no, no. Hold on. <laughs> Didn't see, that match happened years ago. Uh-huh. I took Nikki D to her first wrestling match. <laughs> oh what they do When he was in Atlanta a couple months ago and yeah. he's he wrestling for impact wrestling, which is a different promotion, and she had never been to a wrestling match. I was like, well, come on out, you know, it's a smaller venue. We'll go out and then we'll go out for drinks afterwards and whatnot. And she's just squirming in the seat.
0: <laughs> look, I yeah. saw a ladder, I saw a table, and I saw chairs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no hell in the cellar. <laughs> I mean there was there was chair shots and blood. Oh. There was blood. Yes, yeah, there was there, was blood. Blood. there,
3: was, there blood. was blood. There was blood. There's... Any intentional cuts, or do you think that all came from the impact of the, the weaponry? Everyth- I don't
0: know how they do it. I ev- just saw it. Everything's real. They look real to mm-hmm. me.
1: Everything's real, right?
0: It <laughs> <laughs> real to yeah. me. Look real I couldn't take me. it.
1: A uh, big thanks to Sky River Casino for having us out on Friday and continue to sponsor the show. Uh, had a great time. Your hospitality was by far over and beyond. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you for for that. You know, everyone from you know the 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 people that work at Sky River Casino, making sure the broadcast was was ready to rock and roll, and the uh, servers and the bartenders in thirty two Brew Street, and then even afterwards, my dealer at the table.
2: Mm, he awesome. was cool. He was awesome. Okay. Yeah,
1: he had two H's in his name.
2: What
3: I could, was his
1: name? I I don't remember. But I just oh. remember he had two H's. It, it was a it was a it was a it was a consonant H H and then the rest of it.
3: A double H. So I'm not just two H's in the name. It was two H's in a row.
1: Correct. Yeah. He he backed to backed it. Okay. It was, it
2: was, he back to backed it. <laughs> I
1: don't know if he had any choices, but call him the two times. He he was born with uh, with a back. <laughs> it was funny because I knew what I was going to have to do today. Friday night cuz so so I'm I'm closing on my house. So I'm official, right? I live here now. Nice. Come, well, hold on. It's something you Come Wednesday. <laughs> and so I knew um, like I was like, "You know what? This is a good time to try to find a guy." And, well, hold on. <laughs> what I mean by that is you know, you got to have a guy for everything. You got to have a guy that paints, an electrician, a handyman, uh, a doctor, a mechanic, you got to have a guy for everything,
0: and you have a guy. Trust me for everything. For not everything. Well, no, he no, does not.
1: <laughs> not. But see, that's the problem. That's my point. Not here.
0: No, not here. Not yet. But you will.
1: And that's what I was trying to do Friday night at Sky <laughs> River Casino at the table. Oh. I was striking up conversation because I knew that I was going to need a guy for this house. Okay. And uh, th- there was one potential, but I. The more he drank, the less interested I became. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> what was he possibly the guy for?
1: He was a he was a jack of all trades. Okay. Just said he was good at a lot of stuff. Okay. And I'd have to believe him. He doesn't have his real his own business or anything. He's just really good at stuff.
0: Okay. I was like, he didn't have a website <laughs> yeah, like or a business card. He, he no, would probably be, you'd
3: no. put up a little more of his nonsense at the table. If he's got like a real like specialty that he hones, hones in on, like make him a tile guy and just whatever he wants. No, he You was, just trust the tile guy. He was,
1: uh, he just said he was good at everything. And I was talking to him. I was like,
3: all right, this is the guy.
0: Huh.
1: And then as the night progressed, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if he's the guy anymore. <laughs>
3: Talked himself out of the gig.
1: Jack Nick-
0: of all trades, master of none.
1: Yeah, Nikki and I went to uh, the, the house today. It's in Roseville. And uh, you do the walkthrough, you know, before you buy the house. And I walk in and it looks like a fraternity just moved out. I'm like, I can't believe, I don't know if it's- what kind of people leave a house looking like this? It
0: was so dirty. It was dirty?
1: <laughs> there were, the patch job on the walls were horrendous.
0: Yeah, nails were everywhere. Nails
1: and screws oh. were everywhere. There was a scratch on my new front door. And I'm going, what the is this? Yeah. You know, I was furious walking through. I had a, I had a roll of blue tape. I'm just going everywhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm helping. I'm like, right here. Put it right here. Oh, yeah, just picking at <laughs> the wound is there.
3: what she's doing. I, I just couldn't believe <laughs> that these people would leave this house that way. And I mean, they're like done with it then. Oh, they're done. You they can, are done. You
1: could tell. Now, the the shining moment was when a lady in the community drives by real fast, mind you, like yes. almost slams on the brakes in front of the house. You the new owners? I was like, "Well, I am. This is my friend. <laughs> You're the radio guy."
3: Oh God, it's already gone around the neighborhood. It yeah. is.
1: I'm a, I'm the I'm the president of the something something, and I got a gift bag for you. I was oh. like. I was like, all right. I went over to shake her hand. Gotta go. That's
0: <laughs> so she said. She was like, I gotta go. I'm late for something. She said. I
1: didn't know what. She, did she say chemotherapy?
0: She said some kind of therapy. I don't know that she said chemo. But I was like, Jesus, something. that's
1: that's hard coming at me with some chemo stuff. It'd be anyway. cryotherapy. I like, Here, I'm
0: just the president of the welcome committee. <laughs> some Bye. kind
1: of therapy. She was in and out though, man.
0: She was. Bad oh stuff. Hands. Bye. Jason's like, oh, yeah, I'm just, she's like, uh-uh, I do uh-uh, uh-uh. you.
3: <laughs> not what I'm here for.
1: All right, uh, 916-909-0985, please participate throughout the program. Uh, we'll throw out some different things. You got two cents. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, there is, the, the conversation has, has gotten very interesting, at least on the internet and maybe even in this room. I don't know. Uh, this TV news anchor has been taken off the air after quoting a favorite rapper. It's a crime. Well, don't give the spoiler alert just yet. And we'll play the audio of what she said, because we can. <laughs> and uh, tell you what the who the rapper is and why she got taken off here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock.
2: Oh! The Bailey Show on 98 Rock. Back
3: to the BS. <laughs> on 98 Rock.
1: So should old Barbie Bassett get fired for quoting the great Snoop Doggy Dog? So this is what happened. There is a NBC affiliate, WLBT, and there was a broadcast that took place on March eighth. Where's this at? This is in uh, Mississippi. Mississippi. Okay. And so uh, for some reason, they're talking about the idea of a Snoop Dogg collaboration with a newsroom journalist that came up. This is what happens when you let news people talk off a teleprompter. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's any time you let these people go off script, they're going to screw something up or it's really awkward. It's actually funny. I find it entertaining.
0: A lot of times it's very funny.
1: Yeah, because they don't know what to say.
0: <laughs> so like, they just crack these corny jokes.
1: They have a producer like in front of them going,
0: Phil, 60 seconds.
1: Phil, 60 seconds. And they don't know what to say. They don't know how to do that. That's not their, that's not their bread and butter. So anyway, this is what she says. Um, she, so the conversation is happening. You got the audio? Yeah, play it. I think
3: that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Before we know it, she'd have a Snoop Dogg tattoo on her shoulder. A shizzle, my nizzle. (laughs) I'm telling you. Julie, what do you think about that?
2: Huh. Huh, she says. (laughs) Well, get this.
1: (laughs) They had about 10 seconds to fill, and they were just killing time. So uh, she's been taken off the air. Has she been fired, or is she just taken off the air?
0: They're saying she's actually been fired. Like, she has not returned since.
1: I guess it's important to say she's white, Right.
0: well for argument's sake yeah
1: and 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 uh nizzle for those that don't know is slang for the n-word
0: exactly and but a lot of people don't know that exactly
1: so there's you know the other story that's happened the last couple weeks is those uh sports radio dudes like for some reason they were talking about who had the best nipples i guess which is a weird sports radio topic you know again this is what happens when you let sports people talk about something other than sports you got to fill
3: man they don't
1: know what to do you got to fill they don't know how to do it and so they were like talking about the best nips for some reason, which is just weird. I mean, like I don't, I wouldn't even have that conversation. Yeah, maybe,
0: I'm trying to figure out the context today.
1: Maybe like the early 2000s, late 90s, possibly. But it's just kind of an odd thing to talk about.
0: But
3: like, were they both sexes, or were they just like? Because it's you can make the the argument that you're just being funny if you're talking about dudes only. But if you're talking about women and their nipples, that's
1: well, no, that's why they, that's why they got the heat, and they the dude guy was suspended because he was commenting on an a, i believe an asian re, sports reporter and i didn't know but the the word nip is actually an asian slur word what Whoa. i had no idea me either yeah so he gets suspended for that uh i don't know if she made a big to do about it or not but somebody did and that's all it takes we know that right you just one need person. one one person uh, so this woman has has gotten heat in the past as well she in. Uh, October referenced a black reporter's grandmammy on the air. And- yeah, they were
0: talking about swapping recipes or something. And she was like, Yeah, extra grandmammy. And she got in trouble for that.
1: So that's racist.
0: It's, uh, it's a term that was used during slavery time. So children call their mamas mammies, their grandmamas grandmammies. And even now, like, if I was to say that to somebody, I wouldn't say that. If I wanted to be nice about their grandmother, I would say it to be kind of like insulting.
1: Okay, well, I've used "grandmammy" before, mainly joking. No, okay. Uh, just like your grandmammy.
0: <laughs> I never. I just give you the look at that. Okay. No, I'm just saying <laughs> I never on. hear
1: white people <laughs> oh, say that. Okay. As I type up HR, <laughs> but but I ne- I never knew it was a a, a a racist term. Like, here's my problem with this. One, it, just for the record, you know where I stand on most of this stuff. When it happens, it's the overreaction. Uh, but I think everything is a case-by-case basis. I think you have to first look at the past, right? and then I think you have to look if there is any malice, malicious intent. And if there is malicious intent, then yes, buzzer, eh, you know? Exactly. But if they, if they, if they didn't know, like that dude didn't know NIP was a-, a No. A, nobody knows that.
0: And, and she they, didn't know that Snoop Dogg thing was a, a derogatory term either. Okay, so you're getting her back. Yeah, I, I think she should not have been fired for that. I don't think that that was something that was said um, with an intent to be racist or anything. They're talking about Snoop Dogg. That's one mm-hmm. of his famous songs that everybody knows. She quoted a line from the song, and it and it didn't say N-word. It, right. it said nizzle. She doesn't know what that means.
3: Now, if she doesn't say, you drop the N there. If she doesn't say that, is it okay? Like, is she in trouble at that point if she's just?
0: You don't have to ask the people who fired her. Mm. <laughs> To well, me, no.
1: There, there, a lot of people don't know what they mean, and and the, the, some people think that it means something different. I mean, you could take something as horrible as the swastika, and go back in time, and it was once a, a symbol used back in the day, day, and it didn't stand for what it became, right? right? I mean, that's the argument some people would have with the Confederate flag as well. not
2: say that. <laughs> you know,
1: um, it was it was once used as a rebellious flag, right? It wasn't you know just because everybody associates it with the civil war and slavery mm-hmm. it was around way
3: before that yeah but the stars and bars aren't the that's not the rebel flag is it like i thought that that's a misconception that people have about the stars and bars that it was created after the civil war and the actual rebel flag was something different
1: i am just talking about the the the, the, the symbolism the, the symbolism okay yeah the, i the, got you the, the symbolism so you know with this woman i think you got to look at it and go is you know like pull her in an office i'm like we're trying to be racist I, you know, and then just see her answer. Because <laughs> I mean, how she reacts to that is gonna tell you everything.
0: Exactly. And I haven't seen- I, I
1: highly doubt I highly doubt this woman, if she is a seasoned veteran, is going to go on a broadcast and go, watch this. Exactly I'm gonna drop the end. You know, if it's a song and a lyric, for that's another thing. If you're gonna put songs in lyrics and you don't expect people to repeat them, you're crazy to think that white kids in high school nowadays don't say the n word they do because all they listen to is rap music with the n word in it they think it's okay because it's in the song that's a fact you know cuz i got a kid in high school and i hear her friends and what they talk about mm-hmm. and they and you know they they're around all different colors all different types of people and they all say it now my daughter doesn't say it not everybody says it you know what i'm saying <laughs> but you know what i'm saying a
0: lot of them do though a lot of them
1: do that's my point
0: yeah, and I haven't seen anybody complain or say they were upset. I watch a lot of videos, reactions, even some other radio people I watch, and they all agree, like, they this was too much. They went overboard on this.
1: I'm kind of scared. Like, I might say a word, then after the show get an email, and, like, come see me in my office. And Like, you do realize what the meant. Five hundred years ago, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, no
0: one. Like you're not safe to say anything.
1: <laughs> what did it mean? Five hundred. Oh, that's horrible. Let's not say the anymore.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we're laughing, but it's for real. And even
1: some cuss words. You ever watch the um, what's that show? The history of cuss words. The history of F or something. Oh yes. Yeah. So the history of cuss words. A lot of those cuss words.
0: You don't know where they came from and what they meant. <laughs>
1: right. I mean, they they didn't start out as cuss words. No. Mm-hmm. They kind of morphed into them somehow.
3: It's always like a piece of a word that became the real word.
1: Correct. Yeah. From somewhere else. A foreign land. And then we stole it. That's what we do. Alright. Well, Barbie, good luck with your future endeavors. <laughs> don't don't quote rap songs. And for those that work at WLBT, write some more stuff on the teleprompter for your
0: people. Exactly. <laughs> don't have them feel tired.
1: Alright. First round of headlines. Two big stories from today. Nicky D, what you got?
0: I'm going to tell you what history could be made tonight in SAC and where Dolly... And Millie were banned. Who? Millie. Miley. Why did I say Millie? Lord. I'm trying to rhyme. Dolly Parton and Miley Cyrus.
1: Still, Dolly and <laughs> Millie don't rhyme. Just letting you know. All right, first round of headlines here in a minute. It's the BS on that rock.
3: Stand by for news. Yeah. news, news, news it's news, time news. for today's top two.
1: I don't know about you, but I can't wait to hear this Millie news. <laughs> First round of headlines, here's Nikki D.
0: The drought could end tonight for the Kings, H1. But 16 years is a long
4: time to be a sports
0: fan and and not have, uh, I guess, success uh, to cheer for. So uh, I don't think that it's overblown. I think that 16 years is a long time. And I think that it's uh, amazing for Sacramento fans to to hopefully get this. The Kings have an opportunity to clinch, to go to the playoffs for the first time since 2006, and they're going to get to do it right here in front of their home team. This is what's going to have to happen in order for that to be. You already screwed Either, up. You
1: said how? you said in front of their home team.
0: Their you, hometown.
1: You said team. Sorry. Okay, I know hometown. you're excited. You're like you're.
0: I practiced this all day. Here you i know. are messing it up. No,
1: I didn't mess. I'm just correcting. You said home team. That sounds silly. So I didn't know if you want to go back and try it again.
0: In front of their hometown, well, their home crowd Got it. tonight, okay. all right? I'm in. And this is what has to happen. Yeah. Either the Kings win over the Timberwolves, Yeah. Or the Phoenix Suns lose to the Utah Jazz. Yep. Last scenario, the Los Angeles Clippers lose to the Chicago Bulls. Either one of those scenarios take place. The Kings will go to the playoffs for the first time. They're going to uh, match up tonight against the Timberwolves at 7 p.m.
1: Right. They just need to win one or any other team below them needs lose. to lose one.
0: Exactly. Right. And yep. we're going. Which and Everybody's excited.
1: The probability is, is pretty darn good.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Right. All right. Nicely done. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Other than you ruining my stuff,
1: no, I did. I, I don't oh, think. Gosh, I practiced
0: so much on that.
1: Thought I, I helped. Wanted her.
0: to sound sports.
1: I mean, I was assisting, as they would say in oh, basketball. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Get this man a double double. Alley hooping. <laughs> it's oh. alley oop. Oh,
0: no. oh
2: my god! Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh my god!
1: See, you gotta stop. <laughs> Stick with the teleprompter,
2: Barbie. <laughs> I
0: don't have one. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Second one. Dolly Parton and Miley Cyrus, Rainbowland has been banned. H2. This was a collaboration called Rainbow Land that Dolly Parton and Miley Cyrus did together back in 2017. Well, this elementary school in Wisconsin have a list of songs that they were doing just for like a little choir concert. And uh, some people complained. And apparently Waukesha, Wisconsin, is where this is taking place. They're cracking down on anything having to do with the LGBTQ community. And they're saying that this song, being that it's inclusive and saying love everybody for how they are, is violating something.
1: You know what it reminds me of? Have you ever seen the campaign?
0: Which one? Oh yeah, you, with, which one? With. It's, it's oh, that's only, the movie? It's only yeah. one
1: <laughs> <laughs> With Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. There's his name, And and uh, they're they're doing one of these town hall meetings and this is when Zach Al. if you haven't seen the movie, there're two politicians in North Carolina and they're they're going head to head and Zach Galifianakis is a kind of a dummy, but his dad's got tons of money and they need somebody to go up against Will Ferrell. And so they train him to go up against them, and they're doing this town hall meeting. He's starting to get the hang of it, and he finds this uh, this this report that Will Ferrell had written, like in elementary school, called Rainbow Land. <laughs> 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 it's like this is how communism starts, where everybody gets a rainbow, no one has to
3: work for the rainbow, everybody gets a rainbow. <laughs>
1: <Crazy>. <laughs> that's sort of you know, and that's another example of like kind of the story we're talking about—the TV news anchor. You know, because of the gay community adopting the rainbow colors, right, as Mm -hmm. kind of their, well, it is their flag, Mm -hmm. which there's nothing wrong with that, but everybody thinks that, I mean, like, a rainbow in the sky, oh, that must be the sky's gay. Like, read your Bible, people. Read Genesis, and what it does, what, what, what the the symbolism Look with at you knowing
0: what, the Bible verses and things.
1: I read that too early. <laughs> just getting prepared for my rant with uh, <laughs> with what rainbows and 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 Christianity have in common. So like it's what you take out of something, not what you think it is.
0: Exactly. Right? And this is the song about is being funny. inclusive. So to be mad about that is just silly to me. Sure, everybody go to Rainbowland
3: where they all get free Lucky Charms and Skittles and Skittles. <laughs>
1: God, I can only imagine what they think Taste the Rainbow means. Jesus. Who wants to go to Aftershock? October 5th to the 8th, Discovery Park here in Sacramento. Guns N' Roses, Tool, Corn, Biscuit, Godsmack, Avenged Sevenfold, Pantera 311. The list goes on and 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 on. Courtesy of Danny Wimmer Presents, Aftershockfestival.com if you want to buy them. If you want them for free, you just got to call me right now. 916-909-0985. How this is going to work. It's a game called Uber Smart. We're going to take two players. Nikki D will help both of you out with guessing either yay or nay to the Uber driver that Nelson has talked to. Ask simple questions, everyday questions. You just got to figure out if this person's going to know him yay or nay. 916 909 0985. Aftershock Pass is going in your pocket, and Uber Smart here next. The BS on 98 Rock.
3: Uber smart. How smart is your average rideshare driver? Uber
2: smart. I am the smartest man alive. Uber smart.
3: Well, let's find out.
2: It's Uber smart.
3: Call the BS now at 916-909-0985, because it's time to play Uber Uber Smart. Uber Smart.
1: Aftershock passes are up for grabs. That's a good thing for you if you're on hold. October 5th to the 8th, Discovery Park here in Sacramento. GNR, Tool, Biscuit, Godsmack, you name it, they're going to be there. Courtesy of Danny Wimmer Presents. Aftershockfestival.com is the website if you want to buy them, or you can listen to us this week and not care about what we say uh, other than at three fifty ish each weekday, <laughs> which is fine. I'll take it. Uh, Susie and West Sack, how are you? i'm great how are you doing on top of the world did you have a good weekend i did yeah anything fun anything special
0: uh i'm recovering from an injury so it wasn't really fun just went to a, a party not too active but looking forward to winning tickets though i've been okay. trying all week all last week
1: okay Would you? i gotta ask now before i move on what's the injury my foot uh, what'd you do what'd you do <laughs>
0: Uh, probably is either line dancing or I was on a trampoline with my nephew. <laughs>
1: both. I, if I had a nickel for every time I got injured line dancing, <laughs> I mean, I got to tell you, Susie, it is you a like da- dangerous sport. I got to tell you, it's
0: a lot of stomping. It's a lot of stomping. It
1: is a lot of stomping. <laughs> All right. Let's find your competition. Here's Nick and Woodland. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? On top of the world, my friend. Thanks so much. All right. Here's how the game works. All right uh i'm gonna we're gonna introduce you to our uberist all right nelson goes out and talks to an uber uh rideshare person ask him some very simple basic trivia questions and Susie will start with you ladies always first uh nikki d will help you out and all you have to do is yay or nay you don't even have to give me the answer i'm going to ask you what you think the answer is but all you have to know do is yay or nay whether this person is going to know the answer all right If you get it right, you get a point. If not, that point goes to your competition. Nick, same thing goes for you, brother. All right? Okay. All right, here we go. Susie and Nick, let us introduce you to our Uberist. Go ahead.
4: Daniel, nice to meet you, man. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Abern, but I used to live in Mexico. I lived all my life in Mexico. Okay, so when did you come up here? Uh, Like five months ago.
3: And how are you liking the States?
4: Oh, I like them very much, man. It's very good. Will you move back or are you a,
3: a U.S. guy for life?
4: Um, I can live in a lot of places. I don't know what, where I'm going to go with my life. You know? Guy could be in France next month. Yeah, man. I don't know. What do you do for fun? Um, I do music for fun. What kind of music? Are you a rapper? Yeah, man. You got any bars you can spit for us with acapella? Um... I don't know if you can play me, man. <laughs>
3: you got any family here with you?
4: Um, no, I'm alone here. Dang, how's that? Uh, very good, because I know I'm doing it for me and for my family, so I'm, I'm good with that, man.
3: What's your favorite musical artist? Uh,
4: my favorite musical artist, I think it's a uh, Spain dude. His name is Cruz Cafune.
3: Okay, there you go.
1: The first and only 12-year-old Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. It's here for his family.
1: That is a Mexican rapper that doesn't have any bars to spit. As, too filthy. As Nell said, because they're too filthy. Okay. Uh, first question, Susie, pay attention. Here's the first question for you, Uber Smart A1.
3: What was the name of the first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean?
1: All right. The first woman to fly across the Atlantic Ocean solo, the name was Nikki D. You guys know this, right?
0: We do know it, Susie. What are you, yeah. what are you thinking? But what's Amelia Earhart? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. (laughs) (laughs) Good old Amelia. (laughs) Uh,
1: You're not that slick there, kiddo. All right, well, uh, Daniel, no, that's the Uber guy, Amelia Earhart. Susie?
0: I'm saying no. Yeah, this is going to be tough because he's lived most of his life out of the States, but he sounds like he might be a pretty smart guy. So uh, that's that's the tough part. I think he might know it. Oh. Uh, but we can go with your good. You wanna say nay, yay or nay? Yeah, I'll start with no. You're gonna start with nay? So yeah.
1: negative. It's that yeah. foot injury that makes you <laughs> mean. Yeah.
0: He's like
4: nay.
2: All
1: you right, Susie, it. let's find out. Nay, Daniel will not know Amelia Earhart. A two.
4: Of course, man. I'm a travel guy, so it's
3: it's uh it's My. Mind. I don't think so. The name we're looking for is Amelia Earhart. Amelia
4: Earhart. Okay. Because maybe it's different history, what we learned in Mexico.
1: I'm sorry. What was his answer?
3: Sokas. Sokas. I don't know what that who or what Sokas is. Sokas. Sokas. Sokas.
1: All right. There you go. Susie, nicely done. Congratulations. You get the first point. Nick, my friend, you get the next question for Uber Smart. B1.
3: This national park is home to the geyser Old Faithful.
1: All right. This national park is home to the geyser Old Faithful. Nikki D and Nick, you know the answer, right?
0: Old Faithful. We absolutely do, don't we, Nick?
1: <laughs> sure.
0: Um, we're, we're talking about <laughs> a ahead, park. Go ahead, Nikki D. Okay, wait, because he said a park.
1: Well, you don't have to know the answer. You, know you don't have to know that. I just need a yay or nay, but I'm just curious if you know the answer.
0: Okay. I'm thinking about a national park, Uh, Yellowstone.
1: There you go. Yellowstone, that's oh! what we're looking for.
0: Okay, uh, so now we know it's Yellowstone I've
1: never seen someone get so excited when they're accidentally smart
0: (laughs) This is no accident, people uh, Touche Well, he know Yellowstone, Nick That's the question I'm thinking nay for this one
5: Yeah, I say nay
0: Yeah, because I don't know if you knew it, Nick Did you know it? No, I didn't. So we're going to go with nay on this
1: one. All right, Nick, you going nay? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Nay. Not going to know Yellowstone. B2.
4: Okay, now, what? Yellowstone? Yellowstone. (gasps) It is
3: Yellowstone. You uh, a big fan of the Kevin Costner show, too?
4: Of course, man.
1: (laughs) Oh. I'm glad we can laugh about dang, you losing. Nick. Yeah, okay, <laughs> Nick's trying to get aftershock passes, and you think it's hilarious over there.
0: Because we both thought he didn't know it. I know.
1: All right, so that point goes to you, Susie. You're up two o on Nick. If you get this, two o, yes, sir. If you if you don't get it, she automatically yes, gets, she the point, gets the so point. That's how the game works. Oh, so Explain it.
3: okay? About five All times. Right. Yep.
1: All right, here we go, Susie. Get the next one. Oh. C one.
3: Often thought to be a knockoff, Hydrox was actually the first black and white sandwich cookie, not this popular brand.
1: Oh, what a great question. Often thought to be a knockoff of Hydrox was actually the first black and white sandwich cookie, not this popular brand. Looking for the popular brand, Susie, Nikki D. Oreo? Yeah. Yeah. Oreo. Oreo. Of course. Yeah. Nicely done. But will Daniel know Oreo? I'm
0: thinking he might get it. What do you think, Nikki? I think he might get this one, too. I mean, yeah. he got Yellowstone. When you hear black, white cookie, you automatically think Oreo. So I'm, I'm going to yeah, say okay. yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: There's no other black and white cookie that exists?
0: I'm trying to think of one. Um, Nothing's coming to my brain.
1: I agree. I can't think of anything either. That's why I asked. <laughs> Trying to get educated.
3: It sounded like he had another one. He was going to give you, didn't it? Oh, my God.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) All right. We're looking for Oreo, uh, Oreo, and you're saying yay? We're saying yay. Yay. He's going to get Oreo. All right. C2.
4: It's a color? Oh, okay. Uh, Okay, okay. Now, I don't have any idea, man.
3: It's chocolate cookie? Oh, it's chocolatey, all right. Creamy on the inside. Sandwich cookie. Unfortunately, the word we're looking for was Oreo. You kicking yourself?
4: After you hear that one, no, it doesn't matter. Always fresh, man.
3: Always fresh, man.
1: <laughs> okay, so Nick, you get Nick, you get that point. The score is two to one, and Nick, the board is yours. You can tie it up with this next one if you get it correct. Here we go. D one.
3: What did Def Leopard want poured on them? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did it. Def Leopard want poured on them, Nikki D?
0: Pour some sugar on <laughs> me. <man. Wow. laughs>
1: Wish I were deaf, listening to Nikki. <laughs> Go, baby. All right, some sugar, but we'll accept sugar. Doesn't need to be some sugar, <laughs> yeah, just any sugar. Nick, Nikki, okay. A 12-year-old? I don't think so. Well, he's, not, he's not really, uh, hold, really hold, hold on for a second. That was a joke. He's not really a 12-year-old Uber driver. He sounds 12. That was the joke. He's not really 12. He's a All veteran. Right. Yeah, sorry. Didn't what do you think, out. Nikki D?
0: I'm going to say, I mean, he's into music, though, so this is hard. I want to say nay, but because he's into music, I want to say yay. But I'm going to say nay. Nay? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. Let's say nay. Let's go with nay. Let's
1: go with it. That was a quick think through there.
0: Nay, Nay, nay.
1: Nay, nay. Nay, nay. Nay, 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 nay on Some Sugar D2.
4: No man, I'm sorry um, I do like rap, like in Spanish Um, Yeah, cheese
3: Cheese would be a much different music video, certainly uh, No, the answer is actually some sugar Some sugar
4: Pretty uh, similar
3: No oh. Sure is, same thing
1: Tied up Nicely done, Nick. Look at that. Two in a row, and you're back in this game. Only got a couple questions less left here for Uber Smart. Susie, the board is yours. Here we go with E1.
3: When used with a bolt to fasten something, what geometric shape is the nut? When using
1: a bolt to fasten something, what geometric shape is the nut? Right? Is that what you asked? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, so like the square no, the, the bolt is square. the actual screw itself, the thing that you
3: tighten down, the fastener.
1: The square. Yeah, but it's a, it's a it's like if I were to put a curse on you and it to gone away.
0: An uh, octagon? <laughs> <laughs> oh that's square? really? Okay. god, his
3: clues are good.
1: <laughs> it's like if um, you lived in Texas but your name was Harry.
3: Harry? <laughs>
0: that was not as good. <laughs> It's not an octagon. It's not a square. It's a triangle. No. It's
1: like if hexagon were a he.
0: Hexagon? Heogon? I don't know. Susie,
3: are you getting oh, these clues? Oh I, don't, I don't. know.
2: Look, <laughs> we do He doesn't know either.
1: Let, let, let me help. Let me help out the two people that are. At the Red Helmet Fashion Show, Hexagon.
2: Hexagon. Oh my God! A spell oh, on you. Okay. And if <laughs>
1: if Hexagon okay. were, uh, oh, I'm sorry. If, yeah, Hexagon were a he, she, a gun. That oh, is a con. Comic Con. What's going on? A con. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Susie hey. and Nikki D. were looking for Hex. A god. Hexagon. No. Hexagon.
0: He no definitely won't no, know this. No. We gotta
1: I say nay. Name.
0: We gotta say nay for nay. this. Yeah. He's not smarter nay. than us.
1: All right. No nay. on hexagon, which of course is how many sides? Seven. Five? Five. Five? Five. Five? Yeah. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> All right. No nay on hexagon, right, Susie? Yes. Okay. E two. Um,
4: I know the, the name of the shape in Spanish. Hexagono. It's the six sides. Oh. Yeah, six sides. Hexagon. We'll take
3: that one. Yeah, I figure oh, anybody yeah. that's done any kind of work with their hands, they're going to know the answer to that one, huh?
4: Yeah, yeah, a lot of work, man.
1: Well, did I say five of it?
4: Yeah,
1: but it wrong. You got it wrong. So, Nick, you get that point, and you can win the Aftershock passes if you get this next one correct.
2: Okay. But if
1: not, it goes into super special Super Mario Brother tiebreaker world. Does. All right? All right, Nick. Here it is for the win. Uber smart F one.
3: Jack Black is the lead singer of what band?
1: There you go. Jack Black is the lead singer of what band, Nikki? Hold on,
3: Nick.
2: Jack
1: Black. I like this. Is this is where I get my entertainment? Is,
0: <laughs> is the Nikki D doesn't know. Is the leader <laughs> of.
1: You might be related. Ten cousins down. Uh,
0: Nikki six.
1: That would be six. Oh,
0: shoot. If I gave you a clue with
1: ten, there's probably the the, the, the word ten in there somewhere.
0: Ten, um, ten simple ten stone pilots?
1: Ten, ten stone pilots?
0: Temple stone pilots?
1: Ten. Ten, ten stones on a pilot. Oh, that's my favorite airline. Ten stones on a pilot flying to beautiful Montana. Oh, welcome. We're an Irish airline, I just found out.
3: You were doing an Irish accent, so.
1: (laughs) We will fly all the way to Dublin, and we will have some lucky charms and a beer, a pint of Guinness. It's the Ten Stone Pilots. I'm your Captain O'Shea.
2: All right,
1: right, Nick, what's the, uh, the, uh, Jack Black, lead singer of what band, what is it? Tenacious D. Yeah, thank you very much.
0: Oh, Tenacious D. Okay, I get it.
1: Like Nikki D? <laughs> yeah. Just not as smart. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, Well, Daniel, for the win, no Tenacious D. Oh,
0: uh, no way. <laughs> what do you, what mean? do you think? No, Nick? I don't think so.
1: He's but a musician. He's a
0: music guy. That's the only thing I nah, keep saying. He's, he's a music and, guy. And but a rapper, I don't know though. if he knows the music. And by
3: the
1: way, Nikki, everybody knows the answer to that. <laughs>
0: Everybody knows? Everybody.
1: Nick knew? Tenacious D? Susie knew?
0: Susie, Susie did you know?
1: No. See? (laughs) Susie, just lie sometimes.
0: (laughs) Yes, I knew. I I knew.
3: (laughs) Susie wants some tickets.
1: You deserve that foot injury, right? Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, Yay or nay for the win? This is big. Tenacious D?
0: I'm going to say nay, Nick. What are you saying? I
1: say nay. Nick says nay too. Nay, I always said yay, in a heartbeat. But anyway, all right, not my tickets. Just trying to help. Nay, correct, Nick. You want to stick with that? Oh, you put me on the spot now. Uh, well, it's your turn. Oh, when he does
0: that, you normally want to change
1: it. Yeah, nay. All right, you say nay. Okay. You not know nay. something I don't know? <laughs> I, yeah, I got the answers right in front of me. Right. <laughs> I oh, I, I know it all. I'm not playing along. I'm posting. <laughs> okay, here we go. Nay on tenacious D. F two.
4: Oh. oh okay uh, okay okay uh, maybe the area area 51 that's the
3: name I don't know about him being an alien he's strange uh, the band is actually called tenacious D tenacious D yeah. you know
4: the answer I don't know the answer
1: there you go Nick congratulations <laughs> my friend you got it aftershock right passes. Susie, I am sorry about your damn luck. I wish you nothing but the best with this foot injury, but the good news is you can call back tomorrow and try to win aftershock passes around the same time, okay? All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You have a good day. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Very nice woman. Nick? Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. I love you guys' show. We love you, Nick. I heard you have a 14 year old boy with you right now.
2: Yeah. He's like. so down. He's
1: he's the one that called in and uh, gave me the phone. So okay. So you <laughs> he have, wants to go. You have no idea what's going on right now. You just, <laughs> you're just you're just playing along, and your sounds like dad. No, really, just do what the guy says on on the on the other side of the phone. You, you probably don't yeah. even know you're on the radio, right? Did you even know you're on the radio? No, nah, he knows. He's he's sitting here recording it. <laughs> oh, okay, excellent. All right, hang on, Nick. Don't go. He's anymore.
0: all about it. Okay.
1: Shark. All right. Okay. Well, congratulations. I
0: think Nick's high. <laughs> Sounds, that he's all about
1: Nick it. sounds a little stewed. He
3: does.
1: <laughs> all right. Cool, Dad. That was good. All right, Daniel, all right, only 12-year-old. I was joking with the 12-year-old Uber driver.
3: I mean, if you would have saw him, you would have thought the same thing. I know.
1: There uh, is something on Netflix that you got to watch every once in a while. You know, Netflix has slowed down. So a lot of these streaming services, you know, you'll get a buzz on a show and everybody talks about it. You don't have to research it. You just know because everybody's talking about it still figured out how that works you know like people know about a show before it even comes out and then it comes out and everybody's watching it and you gotta watch it and it's usually good this one i haven't heard much about it but it's really really good it's a three episode docu-series uh and it always amazes me why these types of people do what they do when they do it and how they get roped into it tell you what that is here in just a minute it's the bs on 98 rock Really good docuseries on Netflix called Waco American uh, uh, Apocalypse is what it's called. There's another one that's, I believe, on Netflix that I watched not that long. Like this cult stuff I am fascinated with. Not because I'm some sick, perverted (sighs) mental case, but because I'm fascinated on the manipulation one person can have over many and how they do it. I mean, it's 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 horrible in, in, in pretty much every case, right? I mean, that's how dictators are formed and cult leaders are formed, and it's usually a bad thing, right? Right. Uh, but there's something to be said about the gift that these people possess. Jim Jones, Dave Koresh, that uh, Yahoo from... Um, God, what was the cult to uh,
0: Utah? The, the one in Utah? The
1: the 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 NS six or whatever it was. Yes,
0: that's what that's what I was looking at right now. I'm trying to. We interviewed one of, of the
1: the the followers of that that mm-hmm. cult.
0: the next cult,
3: the one that had the girl from Smallville.
1: Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. The same way, just a master manipulator, and they all kind of revolve around sex. Mm-hmm. At some point, there's sex involved. So really, what it is, it's like the master player. He's able to rope all these people in. So he's not only getting the power tripped power trip, but he's you know he's getting laid as much as he wants. And there's usually from like goofy guys that couldn't pull it if they were out in the real world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you start to put these pieces together, you're like, who are these individuals? They're the guys that can't make it in the real world with women. It's all about sex. It's all about women.
0: And that's what it boils down to when it's underage girls. They're called the FLDS. That was the name of the little cult in the Utah thing. And that's the documentary that I watched. And that's one of the first things I thought about is, why does this always have something to do with young girls and underage sex? It's, it's just sick.
3: Because you get you have to get in before they're broken, okay, and break them, essentially. That's what they're doing. These little These little girls are so impressionable. Or the older women are people, and men, they're they're broken, and they haven't found any way to heal themselves, and they prey on this.
1: That's a, it's 100% accurate. You know, hope can be phenomenal and uplifting and can be the ultimate demise and extremely dangerous, right? When you give somebody hope when they mm-hmm. have nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's who you prey on, right? And, they, and they'll find you if the word's out. Yep, they'll come. Right? Between February 28th and April 19th of 1993, Many of us watched this in real time as one of the most, if not the most, infamous massacres took place on American soil. Eighty six people dead. Remember it started when uh, ATF went in and they lost the initial battle. Remember? The, the the branch Davidians had so much ammunition. They had fifty cows. They were just loaded.
0: They had stuff stockpiled up in there.
1: And yeah, they were loaded. And, uh, and yeah, and so they just, they, they, they had like four of their agents were shot.
0: I was really young when this happened, but I can remember when everything was taking place because me, my dad, and my sister were at Piccadilly's eating lunch, and it was on all the TVs in the restaurant, like all the stuff that was going down. With That's the always standoff. nice to
1: eat Piccadilly's too. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but that's just what I remember. Whenever I hear this, I think I know exactly where I was when all this stuff was going down.
3: Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but we're ramping up to the 24-hour news cycle about this time, right? Like, this whole, like, always-on news is, like, had just kind of taken off after the O.J. trial, and then you've got this, and then followed by...
0: Right.
1: Um, it was a very hot time for real-time mm-hmm. reality television type of news. If you've ever seen Anchorman 2... I mean, as funny as the movie is and, and, and hilarious as the, both of them are, um, there's a lot of truth to that. You know, I mean? I mean, he goes on the air and he starts showing you know, part of the gimmick of him doing overnights and, and, and beating the, the, the main guy in the ratings because he's showing car chases live. <laughs> but that was, you know, when CNN invented the 24-hour news cycle and they started putting this stuff on, they had to fill time. So they're they they're like Ted Turner was like okay let's find things that will keep people's attention, and they were putting on these car chases. Who doesn't like to see a good car chase?
0: I do. Everybody. <laughs> I
1: mean, every action movie it's like part of the formula is you have to have a car chase in every action movie. Uh, a couple things that I found very interesting that I did not know while watching this. It's not like I'm giving you a spoiler alert. Again, this happened in 1993.
0: Right. So all the details are out. They so die? About how everything that went down. <laughs> if, you,
1: if you don't, if you, if you get mad at the spoiler alert, that's on you. I mean, like, there's there's a statute of limitations here. Uh, Koresh's takeover of the Branch Davidians, like, I guess I never thought of how he took over the, the, the cult, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, again, remember, there's a bunch of people that are looking for something in life. That's a religious cult. So he claims he's the second coming of Christ. People believe that. But how did you get there? You can't just walk up to anybody on the street.
0: Yeah, normally the the leaders of these cults like die and like you didn't take over. But his case was different.
1: His case was different. He seduced the group's leader years ago. This woman was, wait for it, 50 years older than him. Oof. And he's like in his 20s or something, I think. And when she passes away, this Lois Roden... Uh, her son George was supposed to take over the cults. Yep. Koresh and his followers had a shootout with George and his followers, mm-hmm. and the story kind of goes Koresh won.
0: Yep, he obviously. won. Well, he attempted murder, but when he went to uh, trial, the jury was hung, so he was never convicted.
1: Right. Yeah, he went to tr- yeah he went to trial for it, mm-hmm. and so now he's a martyr. Yep. And he's a hero. So he goes back to his people in the dirty lot in that big compound in Waco, Texas, and was like, look what happened.
0: And everybody's like, it must be God. He got you know, he's not in jail. It must
1: be God. Then and, and there was like this uh this this I don't want to say documentary, but this was back like in the eighties, I think, or or nineties, early or no, it had been the eighties, that somebody from not here, not in the United States, came over and did this whole Thing on him like this Expose or something, whatever you know this thing Behind the scenes And he's openly talking about how he's having Sex with underage people Because in their world and in this Documentary you'll hear from Branch Davidian survivors the kids that were pulled Out Mm -hmm. and One of them in particular is explaining Things like she still sticks up for him She says you know I remember the night She was like 14 15 years old he took me to his Room and she's like go and I'm like "Oh."
0: oh Because they're brainwashed,
1: but this is what she says she goes, this is my chance to be the closest to God that I've ever been,
0: wow, and they really That's... think that, and they really believe that Not... right
1: and, and so she goes up there and then now they're now years later she's she's an older woman she's explaining she goes, I understand that it's unconventional for people watching this to understand mm-hmm. having sex with as you would call them underage girls is bad, but you have to look at it from our point of view I'm like no, I don't, first off. <laughs> I, go, right. I go, but please explain. I'm curious on what, what you're going to say. She says, at 12, you become of age.
0: Right. In so this, in their mind, in this they're not cult. kids.
1: So this guy has put together a list of just changing all the rules mm-hmm. oh. to fit his ulterior motive.
0: That's what all of them do. The the, the um guy in the Eat, Pray, Love one I watched, he did the same thing. Girls are of, of age at 14. Like, no, they're not.
1: And Koresh married... A 14-year-old, Rachel Jones, this was in the late 80s. And then what he did is he introduced this new way of teaching called the New Light. What is the new light? This is Dave Koresh telling his David Koresh telling his followers that they have to dissolve their marriages. Mm. And so the men have to be celibate and the women can only sleep with him. What? Yeah. God.
0: Wow, no, I didn't know that. <laughs>
3: How do you convince a guy of that? Exactly.
0: I did not know that.
1: That was my next question. How do you go to a man that's been married to his wife that he loves for God knows how long and say, hey, look, this is God's will. And you're going to believe that at some point in time, a red flag out of all these people had to have popped off.
0: Apparently not, because they just went along with it for so long. I mean, I, I want to see a scenario where the men stand up or, or have something to say, but most of the time that just doesn't happen.
1: Well, that woman we talked to from the uh, next group or whatever it was. Yeah. I remember I asked her, you know, this was before we came here, but I asked her, I said, you know, how, how does one fall into this trap? And she says, you don't, you don't know it until it's too late.
0: Right, because they've been programmed for so long. That that's all right. they
1: know. Like in that case, it was like a business. Mm-hmm. It was almost like a multi-level marketing type of thing. It was a business. And the guy that was in charge of it, you know, he looked like a business guy. He he, he didn't look creepy. He didn't look weird. He wasn't doing anything over-the-top weird, and it was just a progression. And it were these seminars that he would teach. There's another woman, um, a woman that's a cult leader, the blonde, that started out with like the – she, she mixed dieting and – god she was like in order to be close to god you have to diet and people were like oh this is a new diet this is a new fad i'm going to jump in on that and next thing you know it's a cult right wow. i forget who that is but that, that was awesome. like a more recent one too that, that was not that long ago so i just always i'm curious like how do you get how do you fall into this trap and i don't know any how many cults are out here in california but like if you're listening right now and you're in
3: one heads up i don't a lot of places for a cult to hide you think maybe redwoods up in the redwood forest. I don't know. I mean, you buy but what? But you buy a bunch of land, mm-hmm. and you, of course that gets pricey out here. Maybe it's cheaper to be a cult in Texas.
1: But it's one of those things where you know you hate your parents, you hate your life, you hate your job, you hate the world, you hate the government. Nothing's right. It's everybody's fault. It's never your fault. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. And I need to find something, and then just luck of the draw, you run into cult leader guy. And cult leader guy comes in and says, I'll give you all these things. And you're like, that's what I'm looking for.
0: Exactly. And then they're in. And then they're I, sucked in. And then it's very hard to get out once you're in.
1: I can't wait to live in a place rent-free and grow my own food and wear solid colored clothes with no buttons or zippers. This sounds like a blast.
0: <laughs> Not to me. <laughs> sounds boring.
1: Like in this case, I want you to move to Waco, Texas. So says no one. <laughs> I want you to live in the dirt and dust. And I'll get you closer to God. But here's the deal. Bring your husband along. Mm-hmm. You just can't sleep with him anymore. You
3: know? <laughs> I'm your husband now. You're just my...
1: You're, yeah, I mean, you're
3: my you're, property. You're,
1: you're my property now. Oh, oh. this sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. I don't have to pay rent. Is that what you said earlier?
3: Mm-hmm. Can I bring my daughter?
1: <laughs> yeah. And they, and they brought their kids, too. <sighs> they brought their kids with them. It's you know? Cool. I can't. It's just amazing how people get wrapped up to this. I don't want to beat the people that get wrapped up, everybody. Some of them are just extremely weak-minded people, but for the most part, I think they everybody can be manipulated.
0: In right? some form.
1: Yeah, everybody can be m- manipulated somehow. These guys are just really good at it. That's impressive. Yes, I mean, there's the so, like, Out of all the negative, you kind of have to look at these people and go, man, you could have done so much other stuff with this. Right. You could have been like the best sales guy in the world. Right.
0: <laughs> But a lot of them do get rich from doing this as well. That's also another down part to it.
1: Well, they must have made some kind of money. This dude had an arsenal. Oh, yeah. They, they
0: have a lots of money because a lot of the men in these cults give over their businesses and things like that that they already have going on. Well,
1: anyway, he's dead if you don't know the story. He, he is. died of a gunshot. Spoiler alert. ATF went in and blew it up and everybody died. That's the story. Uh, anyway, it's on Netflix called Waco American Apocalypse if you're into that kind of stuff. Headlines round number two. Nikki D, what you got?
0: I'm going to tell you what famous fast food may be coming back and why meteorologists prayed on air.
1: All right. Two big stories from today. Getting learned a little bit. It's your headlines here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock.
0: 98 Rock. The BS. Stand by
3: for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines.
2: Read about it, baby. Extra, extra.
1: All right, two big stories from today, round two of headlines. Go
3: ahead.
0: The grilled chicken wrap is back, but not at Mickey D's, H3.
3: Oh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of snow around for quite some time. As we go with this cooler air that's sticking around, it's going to be...
0: So uh, Wendy's and KFC have both announced their plans to add the chicken wrap to their respective menus nationwide. Now, if you can remember, the chicken wrap was made famous by McDonald's. They had it on, like, their dollar menu or something. And Wendy's kind of took a little shot at them, like, yeah, we're not bringing back no bland snack wrap. They're bringing back a big chicken wrap that's going to have all the toppings in it. It's going to cost $6.29. They're also going to be bringing back some lemonade and um, this – Fruity like type salad that's gonna be released tomorrow.
1: Where's this? At? I'm sorry. I was texting at Wendy's. No, oh, Wendy's.
0: So you you texting during my news story? I'm giving you good information here. No,
1: I, I got the gist of it. There's a chicken sandwich coming. I'm excited.
0: It's not just a chicken oh. sandwich. It's a chicken wrap. There's oh. a difference.
1: No, there's a huge difference. I understand.
0: And my favorite thing from Wendy's that yeah. I wish they would bring back mm-hmm. is
1: is the the chicken milkshake salad mm-hmm. bar.
0: No, the chicken pitas. You remember when they had the chicken pitas? Chicken pitas. Those were delicious.
1: Absolutely. This is again where?
0: At Wendy's. At Wendy's,
1: yeah. I like Wendy's.
0: Uh, Okay. And. They're saying that it might be a chicken war because remember when Popeyes and... Chicken wars. Yeah, chicken wars. That's just war. called chicken. A chicken war. I understand. Between the chicken wraps because KFC's bringing one back too, but KFC's is good.
1: Yeah, but when you put your girl on your shoulders and you go after somebody, mm-hmm. you don't say chicken war. You just say chicken.
3: Yeah, you're just playing chicken at that oh point.
0: Oh, my God.
1: If you're on one side of the street and the other guy's on the other side, you're no. like, let's do chicken war. No, it's just no. chickens.
3: Just
0: yeah, go chicken. to Wendy's tomorrow if you want to try the chicken wrap.
1: If you really want to bring something <laughs> back from Wendy's... What? Go old school and bring back the Super bar. You don't know about the super bar, dude. I
0: do remember the bar where you used to go in the inside and go down the bar, mm-hmm. and you can get a baked potato loaded up however uh, you want it. They had
1: Mexican. Mm-hmm. They had they had like Mexican or Italian and, and something else. They had three different bars. Yes, I remember that. That was delicious. I lived off that stuff as a kid. Mm-hmm. That was good. You, you, I swear, you people in this chicken wars, I guess, like with the the, the fast chicken war, it's crazy. Like, people get so excited. But now, on the other hand, it's like I'm glad you're getting excited about something. Right? I mean, it could be something worse. <laughs> right, I would rather people get excited about something goofy like chicken sandwiches. Uh, I remember uh, the Popeye's thing. There were lines. Mm-hmm. People were selling them on eBay. It
0: they won me, the chicken
3: sandwich war, Popeye's did.
0: It took me months to get one of those chicken sandwiches from Popeye's. Half hour that. I waited. No way. I
3: what? waited half hour of opening day.
0: And when I had it, it was... It wasn't that great. It was chicken,
1: <laughs> I mean, chicken... Did you have that the spicy? Great. There are very few things <laughs> that we can eat... <laughs> That you'll be like, I can't go without. Right, and I, and I and I'm pretty sure they're not coming from a fast food restaurant.
0: I was so disappointed. I will not <laughs> lie. I was so disappointed. I
1: mean, it was good. Like if you're on the run and you got a couple bucks in your pocket and you're into some chicken, yeah, you know, okay, mm-hmm. that's good. Get yourself a chicken sandwich. But like to wait in line for thirty minutes, sixty minutes, mm-hmm. sell it on eBay, buy it on eBay. That's silly.
3: I used to order them so much that one time the assistant manager, or the general manager, he was working the drive through for whatever reason that day. And because the woman in the back knew what my order was based on me saying hello to them, they gave me a free chicken sandwich.
1: Wow, that's
3: crazy. I bet you that made your day, didn't it? Oh, it did. It did. <laughs> yeah, it's the simple things in life.
0: <laughs> hey, everybody, look what a free chicken sandwich hey, chicken.
3: Is.
1: All right, second one. Here we go.
0: Tornadoes ripped through Mississippi and a prayer was definitely needed. H4. We got a new scan coming in here as we speak. Oh, man. Like, north side of Amory, this is coming in.
3: Oh, man. Dear Jesus, please help them.
2: Amen.
0: That was a reporter from WTVA 9 News. This also took place in Mississippi. Um, Some horrible, horrible tornadoes ripped through there. This meteorologist in particular was kind of seeing the updates, letting the city of Amory know, like, what was coming in, what was to expect. And he got so overwhelmed by what he saw that he literally took a second Put his head down. Just said a quick prayer for the people because you know he was affected by it. And about twenty six people, as of right now, um, lost their lives during those tornadoes that went through Mississippi.
1: Is is it was this audio edited or is that the whole prayer?
0: That was the whole prayer oh. he said. I mean, he was live. He I just thought said like it when he said as
1: a prayer, like he took time out. Is like
3: like an Our Father.
0: No, know, he didn't. Something do Something
1: long and you know. <laughs> no, thank God he's not getting fired for that. That's horrible because I mean, if you see those. Uh, The after effects of, of those tornadoes in Mississippi, it's horrible, absolutely horrible, 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 horrible. I've been through disasters very similar with hurricanes and tornadoes. Mm-hmm. The after effects in people's lives just absolutely ruin its heart. So it's very nice and sweet that he did that. I just thought the prayer was longer.
0: No, people are still, like, beating him up on social media and giving him grief with the whole, "you just report the weather, we don't need your religion, like silly oh, stuff like that. So it's, it's just ridiculous that somebody had a heart for the people and that's all they can beat him up
1: for. Dear baby Jesus. Exactly. Yes, just keep going. Go as long as you need to go. <laughs> Alright, you done? Is that it? Yep. That's great it. job.
0: I feel like you're trying to be funny.
1: No, that's the last thing I am. We all know that. <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> I feel like you trying to be funny. I did great sports. Yeah, you did I did great weather. You did great everything. I did great
1: chicken. You're just great. Okay. That's why people come to listen, right? <laughs> so we're we'll get a following chicken weather and sports. <laughs> and see if uh, Chris Rice can put together some imaging in your chicken weather and sports station or show. <laughs> Chicken on the fives. Weather on the ones.
0: People are going to be at Wendy's Sports tomorrow. on the
1: sixes. Because
0: of me. Watch.
1: Chicken on the ones. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell you about where to get the you chicken.
0: You so <laughs> We got a five Spoiler. coming up. Hold on. We're going to need a new chicken report in
3: about a minute.
1: Actually, you know, if we do a turkey report, people would care. Those damn things are in our front yard again today. Uh,
0: They're wild they around here. They scare me,
1: man. The guy's looking in the window at me. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's not chicken. That's a chicken. Anyway. All right. 20-time uh, tag team champion. Most decorated tag team champion of all time. He's a WWE Hall of Famer, a TNA Hall of Famer. Uh, he's one of the hosts of uh, Busted Open on XM. He's a good buddy of mine, Bubba Ray Dudley. If you're a wrestling fan, you know it. But WrestleMania will be in Inglewood at SoFi Stadium this upcoming weekend. So he's been a part of numerous WrestleManias, and uh, he can tell some great stories. I know he can because he told them to me. So, and Nikki's got a little bone to pick with him. I do. Because he lied to her about something. So, we'll talk to Bubba Ray Dudley or Bully Ray. However you know him here in a minute. It's The BS on 98 Rock. Welcome back to The BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. And there is Nelson. If you're a wrestling fan, we should go hang out because I like wrestling. Uh, And WrestleMania 39 is happening this weekend. They do it two days now. Saturday and Sunday. That's how big this thing is. And anybody who wants to deny how big this event is, you're crazy. How much money it brings into the city that's visiting is phenomenal. It's great for the city. This year it's at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. So uh, that's a good thing. So I thought I'd get uh, my buddy on. He's the most decorated tag team of all time. Arguably one of the best tag teams of all time. He is a WWE Hall of Famer, a TNA Impact Wrestling Hall of Famer. He's one of the hosts of Busted Open on XM. Uh, you might know him as Bubba Ray Dudley or Bully Ray, one of the two. Both work. Hey, Bubba, how are you, buddy? What's up, my brother? How are you? Excellent. Top of the world. (laughs) Love it out here. Absolutely love it out here.
5: Congratulations on your new gig. Word has already gotten back to me on the East Coast that you are mega over and you are already – taking over the entire city of sacramento with your show i'm proud of you i'm happy for you i freaking love you great job
1: thank you so much before we get into some you know wrestling fun talk and some stuff that you're going to be doing i think we probably should clear the air (laughs) with a little issue that Nikki d the love of your life (laughs) has with you after our last meetup when uh you had the match in atlanta so Nikki, would you like to talk to him about this
0: I'm just a little disappointed because we had great vibrations. You know, I came out, saw your match. I thought we were friends. And you told me that you were going to send me my own personalized autograph, action figure. And I still don't have it.
5: Well, the reason why you don't have it is because I texted Jason and asked for your deets. And he never got them back to me.
1: Oh, this is where I'm supposed to go. My bad.
5: <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's keeping your yeah. hidden. He didn't so, want me to yeah. get it. So it's it's his fault that you don't have your own action figure. Mm. And now my action figure actually comes with battery you know, there's a battery optional action figure also. Oof. So you might be interested in that model. Wow. I
0: definitely think I am.
1: Now what would Nikki <laughs> D do with a battery operated bully ray? Mm. I'd sit <laughs>
0: it on my mantelpiece. And
1: your mantelpiece exactly. meaning <laughs> vanity <laughs> like when you go out to the bars and you meet out with the fellas they're like i'm looking to, i'm looking to get a mantelpiece tonight what are you
2: doing i'll send you my deeds has
1: uh there you go has uh wrestlemania it's been in in sofi stadium
5: before yes i don't think so isn't sofi kind of new
1: yeah but i mean as far as like that area in california
5: They've oh done. yeah, it's been out. In, yeah, WrestleMania has been out in Hollywood before. Absolutely, yes.
1: Yeah, uh, your WrestleManias—you've done how many?
5: Actually, I wrestled in California at WrestleMania 2000. That would have been uh, my first WrestleMania, and that was in Anaheim, California. That was the very first. Uh, that's the triangle ladder match between the Dudleys, the Hardys, and Edge and Christian
1: arguably one of the most famous matches in WrestleMania history.
5: Yes, without a doubt. Yeah,
1: without a doubt. Because you guys are innovators as far as that. I mean, now there's a whole pay-per-view behind it.
5: Well, no, that was... That's the tables, ladders, and chairs match. Uh, That's called TLC1, and that happened at SummerSlam in uh, North Carolina. The, The WrestleMania in... California was a triangle ladder match and if if wrestling fans who listen to your show remember the first ladder match I believe in the WWE took place at Wrestlemania 10 between Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels and then the Hardys and Edge and Christian had a very well-known ladder match right before us the Dudley boys got to the WWE and then the three of us had that one out in Wrestlemania 2000 Voted best match of the night, stole the show, yada yada. You know how it is. <laughs> totally, totally
1: know. Who, who was the? What was the main event that at that WrestleMania?
5: It was a four way match. I think it was like Rock versus Triple H versus Austin versus Big Show. I could be wrong about that, but each one of the superstars had a different member of the McMahon family in their corner.
1: Oh, gotcha. So, like after that match, when you went back. Well, before, let's go before, did anybody think you were crazy when you guys came up with the idea?
5: Well, we, the, the, the ladder match wasn't our idea. You know, there had been other ladder matches, you know, before, but not a lot of them. So they just, just decided that because they had had so much success with the ladder match between the Hardys and Edge and Christian, they were going to throw the Dudleys in there also. And we were the world tag team champions at that time. And we were going to have a three-way ladder match. So they figured, you know, that it could be even better, and we we completely raised the bar for ladder matches, and that's, you know, that ladder match is where the very first table ladders and chairs uh, match came from. And I remember after the match, everybody was so happy with it, and one of the backstage producers and agents for the WWE guy named Michael P. S. Hayes. Yeah. You might remember him as one of the fabulous Freebirds. Yeah. Um, he was like, my God, that match was so damn good. Oh, the way you incorporated the chairs and the tables. <laughs> and I wound up saying, I was like, yeah, man, you know, if we ever did this again, we could probably call it like TLC. And, and I was like, oh, why did I say that? That was so stupid because TLC <laughs> means like tender, loving care. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The first ever tender, loving care match in the WWF. But it, but it works you know, because... So we all just come to the ring and we just start touching each other and <laughs> hugging each other and talking about feelings.
1: But it's a double entendre. That's why it's so brilliant, right?
5: Of course it is. Of it came course. from my head, it's yeah. brilliant.
1: So when you were done that match and you walked in the back, because I've seen you know backstage stuff when you've wrestled and you've come back and I've seen great matches and people applaud and it's always cool and you see videos and stuff like that. What, what were the, the, the boys in the back doing when you guys got back there?
5: overwhelming, uh, like applause, uh, appreciation, congratulations. And we knew we had done something like that was the first time the three teams had ever been in a match of that magnitude. And we were so on point. And when we were done, we were, we were extremely happy and we, we knew right then and there, we were onto something special between the three teams.
1: Yeah. That must be like the, the best feeling, in your job is to walk back there and see all these big names of your peers standing in a line applauding after you got done doing your job. Because not everybody gets that. That's when you know it wasn't all that great, I'm assuming.
5: It's a, no, like when, when you come back through the curtain and the entire locker room is, you know, giving you an ovation or patting you on the back or shaking your hands or giving you a hug and just telling you how amazing, you know, what they just saw was. It's a great feeling, and, you know, you, it's almost like you want to smoke a cigarette, do a shot, and look at everybody and go, yeah, follow that.
1: <laughs> so. Uh, so, if it just take your WrestleMania moments out of, this, out of the equation for this question. What would you as a fan, because you are a fan, you started as a fan, you still are a fan, um, the best WrestleMania moments that you've seen uh, either there or on television? What do you think?
5: As a fan, you know, we always talk about, like you just said, moments. WrestleMania moments. Um, Those moments that will live on forever. Those moments that are just emblazoned into your mind that you'll just never forget. As a kid, it's WrestleMania 3 when Hulk Hogan slams Andre the Giant. Um, As an adult, as a professional who's been involved in WrestleMania matches, it 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 comes from TLC 2, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs 2, which took place at WrestleMania 17, which many regard as the greatest WrestleMania of all time that happened in the Houston Astrodome. And that's the, that's the TLC match where Edge spears Jeff Hardy in midair when Jeff is hanging from you know, the, 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 the rings that are you know hanging in the middle of the ring. As far as the greatest WrestleMania match is concerned, that I've ever seen. I think it has to be Hulk Hogan versus The Rock from WrestleMania 18 in Toronto at Skydome. And it's not necessarily the greatest match because of the moves that they did or any of the physicality. I mean, what they did in the ring was really good, really solid. But if you go and listen to the people – it tells you everything you need to know. Icon versus icon, everything you could possibly want out of a professional wrestling match, out of a sports entertainment match, you got from The Rock versus Hulk Hogan, and I think that's the greatest WrestleMania match of all time.
1: Yeah, the the like the story. I mean, it, it's always about the story. I mean, I even talk about it in radio. Like, I'll. That's why I'm such a wrestling fan as an adult because it's the only medium that can mind f you in person and on TV. There's nothing else that exists that can do that. And the fans know what they're getting, right? They know what's going, you know, for the most part, they understand what's happening, but it doesn't make them change their passion for what it is.
0: That's what I was going to ask, though. Are there any, like, shock factors with the WrestleMania, like somebody that's going to come out or a storyline that they don't know about that's going to happen this time?
5: Or it's Fans always or, or wrestlers?
0: For fans, like people that are coming to watch the show.
5: Oh, the WWE and other wrestling companies out there try to surprise the fans all the time. Okay, that's what you want to do. You want to, you want to bring them right to the brink where they think that they have seen everything, and then you just hit them with this knockout blow of a surprise where they're just floored. When a, when a great wrestling match is done, or a great promo is finished with, or Anything is over with. You you seriously want to feel like you just had great sex. You want to sit back and smoke a cigarette and just relax because it's that much of an emotional rush that just went through you.
1: I remember uh, we came out to see you get inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in New Orleans. And uh, we went to that WrestleMania and that WrestleMania started out. That was the one where um, Daniel Bryan won the, the championship. And, Correct
5: in New Orleans. Yep.
1: Yeah, in New Orleans. It's the same time you got inducted, and uh, I remember the beginning of that was really cool. Like Hulk Hogan came out; he was like the host. He screwed up where we were. That was funny. And then, uh, like uh, Stone Cold comes out, and The Rock comes out, and they're all chugging beers, and so that was that was pretty neat as a fan to see all the different generations of of, of superstars. It was pretty cool.
5: Well, there's no doubt that that's a great way to start WrestleMania with three of the biggest names in the history of our business. And if you whittle it down, I mean to have Hulk and Stone Cold in the in the, in the ring together because they are the biggest names in the history of the WWE. Those are the two guys that Vince McMahon, you know, threw the company on their back at any given time. You know, you know there would be no Hulkamania without WWE. Actually, that's not true because Hulkamania started in Minnesota in the AWA, but Vince was smart enough to bring Hulk over. You know. But Hulk needed the WWE to take Hulkamania to the next level, and the WWE needed Hulk. And then after Hulk was gone, you know, there was that search for that next guy. And Bret Hart was a, a hell of a world champion, but he wasn't this larger-than-life character that Hulk Hogan was. And then all of a sudden, along comes Stone Cold Steve Austin, who, you know, is, was as big as Hulk, if not a bigger money generator than Hulk. I mean, we could sit here and we can debate it all day long. But Hulk and Stone Cold, two biggest stars in the history of the WWE. And all of a sudden, now you throw The Rock in there. Also, the most charismatic guy that's ever come through the doors. Hell of a way to start WrestleMania.
1: Do you think that in this WrestleMania coming up this weekend for the uh, Universal Championship, Roman Reigns, who's the champion, um, versus Cody Rhodes, who's, you know, the the story for Cody going back from AEW and blah, 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 um, it, it's obvious you know, what's going to happen? You know,
0: uh, what's going to happen, I mean, that's obvious. That's, <laughs> What's going to happen? I'm <laughs> trying to
1: spoil it for anybody, but we all, See, that's the thing. You kind of already know. Now, if yeah. it doesn't go the way that No,
5: no. I don't think they know yet. Yeah. I don't think anybody really knows yet. I don't think they've made up their mind yet. But and but and if- I just and we have been discussing this on on on, you know, my show on Busted Open um, almost every day for the past month. Because I can tell you, you know, if I was a lawyer presenting my case for why Roman Reigns should win to the jury, it'd be a strong case. But I can also present a strong case for Cody Rhodes. And this is business. This is sports entertainment business. And Roman right now is hitting on all as many cylinders as any world heavyweight champion has ever done in the WWE. And the real story here with Roman Reigns I don't think is really – with Cody, it's about the bloodline. It's about his family. It's about the Samoan dynasty. The real story here is Roman Reigns and Jay Uso. Uh, I, I have, not that I have flip-flopped, but I just don't know if right now is the best time to take that championship off of Roman Reigns.
1: But it's like one of those things where when you're a kid, and you would go watch Hulk Hogan wrestle. You knew he was going to win. Mm-hmm. And you were okay with that. Like, he was never going to lose because we grew up in a, in, a, in a time and day where the good guy always wins at the end. You know what's going to happen. You go to the movies, you know Rambo's not going to die. You know, you know, you know, what, you know what's going to happen. And we liked that. That was a good time to live in, right, yeah. where the good guy always wins. Times have changed, I get it. But Cody Rhodes is as good guy as you can get. Um, especially with his story and his father, Dusty Rhodes, and all that stuff, you know, um, and he's a good dude. you I mean, don't mind you on top of that. So, uh, yeah, that's fine. And if he doesn't- Cody,
5: is as, uh, Cody definitely is the freshest baby face they have in that company. So one of the discussions we've been having on Busted Open is, well, if not Cody, then who? And I don't think that that's a good enough reason to dethrone a champion whose numbers are through the roof. So I'm real. This is a WrestleMania main event that I am really interested in, really invested in, and I I, I will be glued. I I will be be watching, and I think there's going to be a strong WrestleMania this year. I I
1: think DraftKings allows you to bet on WrestleMania now too. Really? Yeah, I think they do, which is. Way cool.
3: So, like, if he takes, with this storyline you're talking about, he's never been at more of a fever pitch. Does that not take him over the top, though, if he takes an L in WrestleMania? Doesn't that, like, just move more merchandise and get more people to want to tune in to the next broadcast?
5: You never know. It's all about how he takes the L. There's an art form to losing in professional wrestling. He can lose in a way where people will lose all faith in him, or he can lose in a way where people will actually love him, and have more faith in him. It's all about that creative liberty and creative license, and that's the beauty of sports entertainment. When it's done the right way, there's no other type of uh, entertainment on the planet that I think can touch it.
2: Yeah,
1: look at that. DraftKings, free $10,000 WWE WrestleMania night one pool. <laughs> can you imagine if when you wrestled for the WWE, DraftKings were around Bubba and you could bet on yourself knowing what's going on.
5: <laughs> oh, if, the action, if the action was on me winning, I would definitely lose. I mean, like, wow.
1: I mean, that's just kind of. That would be know. good
0: intel. That's really,
1: as a, a really good one. So, um, Wrestlemania, Oh, I got to pull it up again. What's the women's, women's match? The women's match is. Uh, it's
5: Charlotte Flair versus yeah. Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And it's Bianca Belair versus Asuka Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship.
1: Yeah, Rhea Ripley's awesome, Um, and uh, so is Bianca Belair.
5: Bianca Belair is one hell of an athlete. I mean, she's like real deal athlete track and field the whole nine yards, much like a Charlotte Flair, gymnastics and volleyball and basketball. You're talking about top-tier athletes and you can see the difference between you know with a Charlotte Flair and a Bianca Belair as opposed to the rest of the you know the uh the female talent WWE has very very good uh female talent there but when you're a superior athlete like a Charlotte or a Bianca it truly sticks out
1: is this Brock Lesnar's last ride versus Amos I think
5: Brock, Brock will will do Whatever Brock wants to do, whenever Brock wants to do it. Brock is an attraction. Brock knows exactly what he's doing. Brock is extremely smart, if not one of, if not the smartest guy in the WWE, other than like a John Cena, who, who will also be at WrestleMania this year, uh, facing Austin Theory for the United States uh, Championship. Brock can come around. A couple of times a year, make a half a million dollars a night, and go home to his farm uh, and hang out with his wife and kids. <laughs>
1: and for those that don't know, it's back a good
5: gig if you can get it.
1: Back in the day, day and if you if you hadn't seen uh, the Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, podcast uh, when Bubba Ray was on it, they talk about the night Stone Cold left the WWE, and they had to find somebody to. To job to Brock Lesnar, and they came to Bubba.
5: <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, but I mean, you know, y- y- you laugh at that, but that actually, you know, years later, I realized that turning to me was a compliment. Sure. No, I'm not because laughing things, at it,
1: you. I'm just saying that's like the no, last person. No, you were pers- laughing at me. You were I, laughing. At that's me. the last person nah. I'd want to be. You know, like to go in. That's a thing. <laughs> He's a lo- I stood next to that guy as he I banged my first wife. And I was like, this is the widest person I've ever seen. Uh-huh. He's, it, it's not even funny what you see on TV is not real. Well, you have to see the man in person. He's ridiculously wide.
3: So you know he He's gets awesome. stared at everywhere because he is just a, a, phenom, a phenom of a man.
1: It's, it's not even real. It's, uh, that's so what that's what was... the nickname, The Beast. Right. Exactly.
5: And uh, listen, when you're in the ring with Brock, if Brock doesn't like you, you're done. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, he... you, know, you know, you know, it's sports entertainment and you know we all kind of know, you know, but the physicality is 100% real. And Brock Lesnar's physicality is more real than real. So if Brock doesn't really like you, respect you, or if you can't step up to the plate with Brock, you're screwed for real.
1: Have you ever punched somebody for real cuz you didn't like him in the ring?
5: No. No, no, no. I have definitely laid into guys if I didn't feel that they were stepping up to the plate. But that's just like a professional thing. Like, come on, man, step up your game. Yeah. But with Brock, he'll just start suple- suplexing you out of your boots. He'll just <laughs> throw you around. I remember a match that Brock had with John Moxley at WrestleMania. And Brock doesn't, I don't, Brock didn't really respect John, John Moxley. And, you know, Brock just basically beat the crap out of him the whole match. <laughs> and there was not a damn thing John Moxley could do Do about it.
1: Yeah, that sucks. Be, yeah. be sit there with cameras on you, and you can't do anything. Hey, uh, real quick, because uh, before I let you go, I want to talk about you guys, because you're going to be out there for WrestleMania, you and Busted Open, on uh, the radio show that you're one of the hosts of uh, on SiriusXM. But you guys are going to be at the Whiskey Go-Go, right?
5: Yep. Uh, Saturday, April the 1st, from 12 noon to 2 uh, P.M. Pacific time, your time now. Yeah. Uh, Busted Open live at the Whiskey a Go Go. Uh, myself, uh, Dave LaGreca, who created the show, Tommy Dreamer, Mark Henry, Mickey James. Um, yeah, we'll all be out there. The Busted Open Nation and all the chapters of the Busted Open Nation will be there in full force. Uh, our Busted Open WrestleMania party always is off the charts, goes really well. It's always a great time. Very much looking forward to it. And For me, a rock and roller, you know, to be able to have my name on the marquee at the Whiskey A Go-Go is going to be pretty damn cool.
1: What was bigger, that marquee or the billboard in Times Square?
5: Dude, that's rough. (laughs) Because I've been on two billboards in Times Square. Yeah. And, I mean, you're talking about the the first billboard I was on in Times Square was was a 50-foot high billboard of me, just me and Devon putting Santa Claus through a table right. and it was it was just to the right of where the ball drops in New York City <laughs>
1: oh uh, on New that's East. cool so bigger than whiskey a go-go you're saying
5: uh, you tell me what's bigger your name on the marquee at the whiskey or a billboard of yourself in Times Square
1: knowing you whiskey (laughs) (laughs) yeah just because just because of the rock and roll in the in the
5: and and check this out uh this is pretty cool um starting this wednesday uh i'm taking over ozzy's boneyard on sirius xm uh their ultimate sinner show so i'm going to have uh you know i'm going to be doing my own show on ozzy's boneyard they Uh told me to pick like five of my favorite songs to play and introduce them. So I picked five songs that really get me pumped up for a wrestling match. So I'll be on Ozzy's Boneyard uh, this Wednesday from uh, noon Eastern time. And I think it replays on like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I, and I, and I put it out there on social media and I told my fan base, and I'll tell your fan base too, which I know is huge. um, (laughs) If anybody can guess, What five songs I picked Uh, that will air on Ozzy's Boneyard.
1: Well, I can tell you right now, Ace of Spades will be one of them. Uh, I'm
5: not saying a word. Okay. Well, let me tell you you the prize first. Oh, okay. All right? (laughs) Try not to step on me.
1: Yeah. Oh, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to this guy.
5: (laughs) Got to put the prize out there. Yeah. So if anybody guesses my five songs, I will give them a follow on either Instagram or Twitter. Uh-huh. T W I T T A H Twitter. I'll sign an eight x ten for them and send it to them, and I will give them a personalized phone call.
1: Ace of Spades, Rage, Scorpions, Pantera, <laughs> and
5: s- Slayer. You got one band right. Dang! <laughs> all right we'll figure it out
1: all right look dude gotta run um best of luck out uh when you go out there for your show thanks for coming on i, I appreciate it so you know we're trying to feel everybody out so i don't know if i'm going to get a rash of why are we talking wrestling on social media <laughs> or not uh and maybe i won't maybe everybody so just trying to f- figure out what everybody's into but uh bubba ray dudley bully ray thanks brother for coming on i'll talk to you soon all right
5: I appreciate you having me on and keep knocking them dead out there, man. I'm very happy for you.
1: Thanks, bro. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
3: Take care, brother. All right. We'll see you. That's
5: cool.
1: Can you imagine being – I mean, it's like 90,000 people, and you have to perform.
3: And then if you mess anything up, you have to sell that you haven't messed anything up.
1: Right. Yeah. Then you're, like, screwed that you didn't do it properly.
0: He does it effortlessly, though.
3: (laughs) I mean, even in, like, sports, if you're playing football, you can be mad at yourself. You can own the fact that you've messed up. But on that stage – You just have to make it look like it was a thing.
1: Uh, You guys want to talk about marijuana? Why not marijuana? Nelson's a fan. He gets it delivered to our Airbnb
2: on a regular basis.
1: But this is going to be a warning for a certain group of people who may or may not be listening. So very important. This will be a public service announcement. If you're into the weed, all right. Tell you what, that's all about here in a minute. It's the BS on ninety eight rock. Where do old people get high?
2: At do they, home.
1: Do they do it at home? Yeah. They don't go out? I've never I mean, seen you that. get high at home, but do they go out afterwards? Do they go to bingo high? Do they go to shuffleboard high?
0: <laughs> Hopefully they stay home.
1: <laughs> Is there a seniors only, you know, dot com dating website? I mean, I know there's senior communities. Do so they get together and they smoke? Because it's a thing. Uh, but with it being a thing, because right now, the the, the, the we're finally. Realizing what most of us have always known—that there's positive, as far as medical, you know, for oh, medical for sure. reasons, when you you use marijuana.
0: But when it, you say it's a thing, what do you mean by that?
1: What do you mean? Like what do you What do you of, mean by what I mean?
0: Are you saying like groups of older, like elderly people, are linking up and smoking weed?
1: Well, they're getting high because they're going to the hospital. That's the whole story here. They, there's like <gasps> special risks for seniors, sixty five and over. So like they're being told get high because your arthritis will go away, for example.
0: Oh, okay. But it,
1: it what they're not being told is that it can interfere with other medications.
0: That's what I was thinking. Like, how would that help affect the rest of their health if they're getting high?
1: And it raises the risks of injuries, falls, anxiety, and confusion. Like, they, <laughs> like they need any more – like, they need a higher risk of falling, right, when you're getting older. Uh, in California alone, emergency room visits for problems related to cannabis use in adults ages 65 and older increased from a rate of 20.7 per 100,000 visits in 2005 to 395 per 100,000 in 2019. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's a, that's a huge jump mm-hmm. because you got to look at 2005, 2019, all the states that have decriminalized it, legalized it, whether for recreational uses or medicinal purposes, you know, it's a thing now.
0: Well, some people don't even believe that miracle uh, medical marijuana is even real. They feel like it was just kind of made up so that you could legally use marijuana.
3: That's real, right, Nelson? Yeah, it uh, it helps cancer patients. Uh, a lot of times an, a, an, a side effect of cancer medication is you lose uh, the wanting to eat, your
0: appetite. But what is the difference in it being medical and just regular marijuana?
3: Well, one you got from a guy, I mean California notwithstanding, one you got from a guy and one you got from a guy with a medical degree. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was no difference.
1: The the, <laughs> the medical one you need a card uh-huh. and you can't have a certain like class license.
3: <laughs> oh, is that right?
1: Which I just found out, yeah. So like you can't drive an RV, for example, if you oh. get a medical card.
3: Okay. Oh. It's a class C, I
1: think it's called, I'm not sure. And then the other one is, like Nelson was saying, yeah, there's a guy named Ray that sells me my stuff.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> it's the same stuff. Yeah. Same stuff. Actually, Ray doesn't have any taxes. So, no.
1: And now everybody vapes, right? They just put it in, the, like, the one-hitters and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Have you been to a dispensary?
3: I've been to one dispensary, yes.
1: Here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was it?
3: Uh, it was uh, f- fancy, fancier than it needed to be, I feel like. I felt like I was walking into somewhere, and, like, when you imagine, like, a tech company in Palo Alto... That's what I was walking into with a lot of bright colors. Oh, Everyone's real excited to get you in and, and talk about the deals. Let's come over here and talk about the deals. Have you tried these edibles yet? What about the 10 millies? And- so the,
1: these seniors, 65 and older.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Okay. So they're here in California. They just go to a dispensary. They don't need to go to Ray.
0: Yep. You don't need the car. By the you way. You I mean, have the dispensary. Bring it to you.
1: By the way. Yeah, I know. They got the, the weed dash.
0: That's the wildest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life.
1: So uh, they go to the dispensaries. And then where do they go after that? Like, do they party? That's what I'm trying to figure out.
3: Panera. They go all hang out at Panera. <laughs> go to Panera. They find, uh-huh. they
1: find a Morrison's cafeteria. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, now I'm, you're hungry. I would imagine that they would go home because I would think that if you're in your 60s or 70s or 80s, you don't want people maybe to know that you even do it. You may want to do it in secret.
1: Well, so that generation's weird, right? I mean, you, you, that generation lied to us. That was the boomers. Okay. The boomers lied to us. They got high all the time. I mean, that was, they grew up in the, you know, sex love and all that stuff, doing drugs, all kinds of drugs. And then when they had us, the Gen Xers, they're like, we didn't do any of that. Don't you do it. We, you cannot do that. That is bad. <laughs> and I remember when I first found out my mom smoked marijuana. I was like 30, 12, 12 years old. And I and I heard her say it out loud. And she kind of she was a different person when she said it. Like who is this woman?
0: She didn't know you were around.
1: I, no, she was. Ta- I was there in the room. She just oh, was okay. talking openly about it. Uh, so I knew, like right then and there, you know, everybody's got their their runs in life. You know, mm-hmm. whatever they do. So I want you know, for those that don't know, I've I've um, uh, reconnected with my mother after 17 years, and I've gone down to see her a couple times. She lives in a small town in Florida, and I remember, I think this might have been the last time. We were down there. Now this is totally illegal in Florida. You can't do this, but <laughs> but we, you know, she, she said like she had so, something was wrong, and I said, you know, you want a gummy, mm-hmm. and I had some. As and she knew. and she goes, uh, she she was like, what is it? she? She again, she played it off like she didn't know what it what was.
2: What is it?
1: <laughs> and I said, just take it. And so I gave her a half. And uh, later on that night, she was laughing.
3: Well, and they, and she accomplished, right? She, she
1: was like, those gummies are really good. What's in them? Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on,
3: you know, sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
1: you know, you know. Come on, man. But what what are these people here doing that they have to go to the hospital? Like, are they partying afterwards? That's what I'm trying to figure out. You know, I mean, I go out. You know, we were down uh, downtown SAC on Saturday night with Mickey. We went to Iron Horse uh, Tavern, right, across from Cafe Bernardo. Yep. Had a good time and smelled weed, and everybody was joyous and happy.
0: They were. A lot of
3: glassy-eyed 80-year-olds out there.
0: No, that's the thing. You
1: didn't see it? I mean, you think that you're like... Just because I'm 80 doesn't mean I got to go to bed at 630.
0: I have never seen an old person smoke ever in my life. Me
1: neither. That's my point.
0: So that's why I'm saying. I think they're they're staying at home, but I think what's happening is maybe when they're ingesting it, it's messing up some of the other stuff they got going on, and that's why they're having to go to the hospital.
1: They fall. There's, that's why you never see them, because they're all in the hospital.
0: Because where do they normally <laughs> fall? At home. They're, they're either
1: in the hospital yeah. or they're still on the ground and they haven't been found they're yet. still on the
3: ground. <laughs> I'm not hearing them fall at Chick-fil-A. You're right about that.
2: <laughs>
1: Check on your grandparents and parents, ladies and gentlemen, because they could be on the ground high, laughing at the bones sticking out of their <laughs> knee.
3: Tell them don't do it. <laughs> Don't
0: just say no.
3: It's not that good a painkiller.
1: <laughs> smell a lot of weed, but just don't see anybody smoking it. It's just weird when you walk around. You know, it's kind of new. Obviously, it's new to me. I did notice that guys in Sacramento, at least downtown Sacramento, like to compliment other men on their hair.
0: They do all night long. <laughs> and then
1: I asked somebody that we work with, and, and she had said that it's it's a California thing, probably maybe more a Sac thing. But guys co- like to compliment other men on their hair and mustaches.
0: And women like to compliment other women on their makeup.
1: Yeah, well, that's normal. Guys complimenting. Like, there's this dude with a mullet that was sitting at the table next to us. And, like, eight guys in a row walked by. And they were with their fellow friends. They are like, dude, awesome haircut. I was like, I just got my hair cut, like, literally the day before. What's hey, wrong? Yours is with- you don't
0: have a mullet, though.
1: Is that? It, it was the mullet.
0: It was the mullet. All right. got to have a flashy hairdo.
1: Well. I'm here to tell you, the mullet's not cool. No. <laughs>
0: well, but it is, is popular.
3: <laughs> God, it is. The old Kentucky waterfall.
1: Just because that country dude's got it just doesn't make it cool. <laughs> anyway, uh, round three of headlines. Two big stories from today. Naked E.
0: I'm going to tell you why a shooting took place at a parade and what else Joe Exotic has to say about the election. Damn, it's 530 already. It is. Jesus.
1: Flying by the
0: Another news story coming at you.
1: What?
0: And there's another news story coming at you.
1: What's that have to do with the time?
0: Because I know you're excited about it.
1: Oh, what are you going to talk about again?
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm talking wow. about a parade shooting in Joe Exotic.
1: Oh, that's horrible.
0: No, it's not.
1: A parade shooting?
0: Oh, a parade shooting is horrible. What I'm saying, covering it is not horrible.
1: Oh, what kind of news person are you getting excited about shootings?
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm going to
1: skip this whole segment. I'm going <laughs> to ban you from giving news. <laughs> All right, we'll do your third round of headlines here in a minute. The BS on ninety eight rock.
3: Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines, Headlines. All right, third round
1: of headlines. There, the lovely Nikki D. Go ahead.
0: People don't fight no more. All they do is this, H5. We're told it's an isolated incident, and this
1: is what Sergeant Amar Gandhi had to say about what happened here today.
0: All
3: participants in that altercation seem to have known each other. This seems to have stemmed from something far before this.
0: Two people were hurt after shots rang out during a parade at a Sikh temple. This took place in Sacramento. Um, they were out uh, celebrating. A, um, it's something that's done in the Indian culture is what it is. And they're out there walking, they're singing hymns, and it's done at an actual temple. Well, in the midst of them having this parade, uh, an argument ensued between some men. One guy shot another guy. He pulls out a gun, shoots him Three different people were shot. So far, two people have been arrested. Initially, um, the shooters ran off, but one was hospitalized, but they were later both apprehended and are in custody. They know each other. They're friends. they got in some type of argument, not sure what about, and they start shooting each other.
1: All Indian dudes?
0: All Indian, yes. Yeah.
1: So when I I saw the story over the weekend, I'm like going, oh, man, you know, not another one of these hate crimes, right? Right. And one of the news stations here in town – had drawn it up where you know you're led to believe that that's what it's going to be i don't think that they were meaning to do that they were just Mm -hmm. reporting it it was a straightforward headline
0: it wasn't a lot of information initially
1: but our brains are kind of programmed to think you know if it's something like that it's going to be a hate crime so i go to another news station here in town and their headline's different it says after two shot after fight Mm -hmm. i'm going fight How the are they fighting at a church exactly that would make you so upset that you'd pull out a gun mm-hmm. i didn't know they were partying had a parade going at the church yeah
0: it was a parade temple. it wasn't a party it was a parade they were singing hymns so this was a serious thing going on but they're fighting and still no one knows why
1: they're <laughs> they're muslim right
0: yeah they're muslim
1: yeah so and, and that's ramadan going on right now
0: ramadan is happening right now
1: and i was playing tennis with uh a man who's muslim and he's uh they have to fast during Ramadan,
0: sun up to sundown.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, and it, it ain't no joke. Fast it's like all day thing. You can't eat anything. And this guy was going on for like four days. So I'm like, you can't eat anything. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So you must think the Catholics in that Lent thing is just wimpy stuff. <laughs> they just don't have to eat meat, right? We just or we just don't have to eat meat, or if you, I guess you practice, you don't eat meat. And I was like, that's what I first thought. I was like, these people are so hungry they got mad and shot each other. Oh,
0: no, they're arguing about something silly. I'm sure because
1: you know you get hangry. Mm. You do, and somebody says the wrong thing to you. Dangling a Snickers bar in front of you, you're gonna, you're gonna get upset. then might be called to shoot somebody.
3: There's yeah. danger involved at that point. Yeah,
1: well, definitely for someone. <laughs> oh yeah. I tried
0: to do Ramadan once, and I couldn't hang.
1: I tried to keep a uh, raw steak away from Nelson one night, and he's
3: he almost he- lost a finger up to the knuckle.
1: Pulled out a shotgun on him. <laughs> Weirdest thing ever. All right next one. Go ahead.
0: Joe Exotic speaks from jail, and he had this to say: H six. What's your biggest regret? Owning a zoo.
2: Other, other than other than owning the zoo, I actually it's meeting Jeff Lowe. Uh, Jeff Lowe is, is just a corrupt bastard.
0: So Joe Exotic spoke with Fox's Lawrence Jones over the weekend and they're still asking him questions like, why are you running for president? How do you feel about people that think what you're doing is a big joke? And he again says it's his constitutional right to do so. He said with all the other things that all these other presidents are doing, he's no worse than they are. He actually can make a difference. So he said he's standing. You
1: know, what's crazy is the stuff that he said makes sense.
0: It actually does. Uh, like if you read it, you're
1: going... <laughs> Why, why is this guy president? <laughs> 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 because it's that stuff that just makes sense.
0: Yeah, we, he said we have to quit policing the world and going to everybody else's defense when we have um, people right here in our own backyard, homeless veterans, things like that. And, and he's kind of right.
1: I mean, well, there's uh, a couple things that he said. You know, that, that makes sense, and You are going, Joe. I just don't think you. I don't think you are going to win, man. <laughs> <laughs> never say never. Like it's it's going to be tough to be the most powerful man in the world behind bars. 21-year sentence. I don't think, I mean, yes, legally you can run, but I don't think that the American people are going to be okay with a corrections officer bossing the president around and telling him when to go to bed.
0: (laughs) You won't be able to make the important decisions at any hour.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if owning a zoo was your worst mistake. Hmm. Your haircut
3: might be the worst mistake. (laughs) I thought maybe it was the murder for hire plot, but... (laughs)
1: <laughs> I uh i got an email from uh, a listener actually this is one of the first emails that i've gotten from you guys asking a question and ironically enough i was going to bring it up sometime this week so i'll read that to you might be of interest to you
0: That's, that is all, cool. all
1: radio shows have them let's put it that way we're no different uh and it's already in motion so be a part of it so tell you about that also our friend nelson here Was out of town this weekend going to his child's birthday back Mm -hmm. in Nebraska. Yep. And almost didn't make the flight there.
2: Oh, Lord.
1: (laughs) They stopped him Mm -hmm. dead in his tracks and said, sir, you got problems. We'll tell you what those problems were (laughs) and how he was able to defeat said problems. Mm
2: -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm.
1: It wasn't cheap. 916-909-0985 if you want to participate as we get into the final hour. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Welcome back. Thanks. Appreciate your time. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey right there. It's Nikki D. There's hey, hey. Nelson and here is Frag Dude 44. Actually, it's Matthew from Auburn. Uh he got it, gave us some fan mail, which was very nice.
0: That is nice. Well,
1: oh, hey Bailey. Great show on 98 Rock. That makes me feel uncomfortable, you know that.
0: <laughs> you don't like compliments. I
1: don't. Can't wait to see what you say this week. It's not going to be all that interesting, I promise you. I think you guys have been on the air for the last three weeks now. I think that is correct. Well, keep up the great work. And then he asked this question: You guys should come up with a nickname for your listeners. So here's the hmm. deal, like all radio shows have, right? We do. Um, and you know, we've been here for three weeks. It's I, I, I've been waiting to tell you guys about this because it might come across as a little pompous. You know, it's like, look, we've been here for three weeks. That's a long time, and I didn't want to do that. But since he asked, I'm going to respond, and I'm going to tell you, <laughs> there's already a group that exists for us, and I want everyone to be a part of it. And they're a great group of people. I sound like it's like a self help group or something. <laughs> group
3: Is this a people. cult leader from earlier?
1: So I, I've for 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 a while now I've called the audience that enjoys the show two percenters. All right, two peers for sure. Peas. Two peas, two peers. And uh, I'm going to tell you the background real quick, and then we'll get into why Nelson almost missed this flight because they don't like him, is when I was fired from my last job, Uh, I've been in this business long enough. I know how people think, like management, and, and, and especially when you're fired and somebody doesn't like you. In radio, if something's not going your way, the excuse is always, well, that's just 2%. So when I know I got fired and I went into podcasting, I knew what they were saying. Actually, I know for a fact what they were saying because somebody from the inside told me, "Oh, that's fine. Only 2% <laughs> is going to listen." And I thought that was very amusing and really not reading the room of where we're at. I go, "That's fine. I'll take 2% of 400 million people." Right.
3: Exactly. <laughs>
1: so that's where the 2%er thing was born, out of spite and kind of a jab with a with a background there is a private Facebook group that already exists with two percenters if you'd like to join. You just have to find it. You just have to search <laughs> for it. You just search for two peers and you'll find it. It'll and, come up. And, and, I'll, and you just hit, I want to want to be a part of it. And there are great people in there, you know, from all over, not just Georgia, but from all over. Uh, so that's what we call, what We we will call as we
3: move on. So anyway, that's that. That's
0: the name.
1: Nelson went to Nebraska this weekend.
3: Mm-hmm. Is your daughter's birthday? It was. Yes, I surprised her. She didn't know I was coming. And was she happy? Yes. She had been I was told she was holding on to this one present that she wanted to open up the entire time that she had been at the party, and I got there about a half hour after the party started. Uh, and she dropped it on the ground and ran up to me and then started crying. So of course Aww. I cried and then Roman cried. And we all cried. That's my son, Roman.
1: I didn't I didn't think you were coming back. I told Nikki I said I actually had a dream that I was
0: going to say, you had out. a dream.
1: Yeah, I had a dream that <laughs> Nikki, Nikki comes into my room since we're all living together at this Airbnb and says, <laughs> Bailey, did, did did Nelson get a hold of you? I said, No, what's going on? It's like, yeah, he's not coming back. He,
0: misses. <laughs> 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 but, he wants to stay with his kids. He's over and he's done.
1: Then I have to call our boss, AA Ron, and say, Dude, Nelson's not coming back. All right. <laughs> 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 so before you got there, you had issues. I did, yes. The. Airline that you were flying <laughs> said, excuse me, sir, we have a problem. And that problem was what?
3: Uh, I'm too fat right. for one seat. No. Just walk me through this. Mm-hmm.
1: You're you're waiting to board the plane?
3: I am. I'm in uh, my little boarding group. I didn't pay for anything extra, so I'm in boarding group C or whatever. I'm in the last group to board. All
1: right. And then somebody pulls you out of line?
3: She was actually really sweet. And how
1: do you really sweetly say you're, you're too, too fat <laughs> for this flight? <laughs>
3: My gosh! She's like, uh, here. Can I can I talk to you for a second? And she says, um, yeah. So, she pointed to herself. She was, uh, she had a an elevated BMI. We'll say that she wasn't big like me, but she was trying to make uh common ground with me. And she said, "You want to bite at my burger?" <laughs> and it was good, man. It was like medium rare and it had everything I love: jalapenos. Um, she said, "Look, you know." We have a thing that the, the the airline offers. Some of our seats. You've, you know, first, she says. So you've flown with Southwest before, right? Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, I cool. go yeah, yeah. Actually, they're really sweet to me, so I don't mind giving them a little love. I go uh, yeah, yeah. Why? She goes because uh, you know it's just a, it's a little thin in between those two, two armrests.
1: So she was trying to make it that you were going to be uncomfortable. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kevin Smith, the director actor, had this problem years ago. <laughs> Went after him on Twitter uh, when he was large before his heart attack. So uh, I, I don't know if the the up. the seats on Southwest are smaller than Delta or I don't, they don't airlines. seem
0: to be they any. Don't seem smaller to me. Mm-mm.
3: They seem to be about the same size, but I'm very big. I've always kind of spilled over a little anyway.
1: You're the guy that none of us want to sit next to. Facts. Yeah, yeah,
3: that is absolutely correct. And I want you to know that I feel just as bad the whole time. I'm sorry I'm here too.
1: God, you know, like some people lose weight before they go on vacation. Nelson has to go on a crash diet before he gets on a
3: plane. How can I afford another
0: one? <laughs> did, you have a hard, did you have a hard time like putting your seatbelt on and stuff when you fly? Because I saw a guy struggle so bad. Oh, they have seat double belt seatbelts
1: for people like that.
3: Oh yeah, I'll just die in the accident. My roll is big enough that I can hide the belt up under it, and if you walk by, it looks like I'm buckled. So you're you're never buckled, not one time. No, Mm -mm. just they have they have a double. uh I'm not asking for a double buckle. It's already bad enough. Safety I first. I know has
0: to feel embarrassing, right?
3: Oh my God, it's so embarrassing. I'm sorry, I barely fit into this chair. Also, do you have an extended piece of straps <laughs> that I can tie myself to this thing?
1: Side note, when is dinner being served? Yeah, like, it's,
0: <laughs> it's a
3: breakfast fight.
0: So you didn't have that problem when you were coming over here?
3: No, nobody pulled me out of line to tell me how fat I was. I guess Delta, they don't care. Oh, delta they're like Come well, that's on what, in biggins that's
1: what that's what i'm wondering if the the seats are different
0: yeah that's what i'm wondering i can you know i can
1: only ima- you know it's one thing like we've all had that you're not tall enough to ride the ride thing mm-hmm. as a kid that's you know it's disappointing especially if you're trying to get on the ride with your friends and so on. i can't imagine somebody pulling me out of line because i'm i'm too heavy mm-hmm. to be in the seat so what did she say you can't get on No, she
3: actually, and listen.
1: You've got to walk, and you know what? Between you and
3: me, you should walk. You could use it. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was, uh, they had a companion seat next to me, and they actually, uh, she didn't upcharge me. So she was nice. She gave it to me, what I would normally have to pay. She goes, in the future, you got to ask for this. There's a charge. But we'll give it to you this time.
1: Is it the same price as uh, buying another seat?
3: See, that I didn't. I didn't even ask because I was already so embarrassed that I was being pulled out of line for being too fat that I just was like, "Thank you, I guess." And then let's get in. The,
1: the, so you didn't have to pay anything. Mm-mm. Oh well, that's no. pretty nice of them.
3: Like well, I checked my credit card. I guess they had it on file, but she said it didn't cost me anything.
1: And on the way back, same airline.
3: Yes, on the way back, they changed my flights all the way through. Like so, before I had the certain booking order or whatever, they added that seat. To every to flight,
0: like everything.
3: Yeah, which is. Oh. You're like
1: you're like a terrorist. You're like on a list. <laughs>
3: they also call ahead and let them know that because you're because I'm part of pre boarding.
1: Well, so you get VIP now because yeah, you're
3: well, but nobody wants to be called ahead. And as I walk in, I go, "I'm the fat guy they called you about." And they go, "No, yeah, they did. Wow. Yeah, they sure did. They were all waiting for Tubbo were you to the, walk on. <laughs> were you the
1: biggest guy on the flight?"
3: Oh, by far, yeah, by fifty plus pounds.
1: Year, years and years and years ago, we were doing a uh, broadcast in the Bahamas, and we took you know just a little like prop, you know, plane for whatever reason from Miami over there. Mm-hmm. And one of the hosts of the shows this was when I was producing this was back in the '90s, and he was he was big. He wasn't nowhere near as big as you, but he, I mean, he was bigger. And he struggled with his weight, and he'd always talk about these diets that he'd do, and it's part of his bit. And he's one of my mentors and stuff. And we get on this flight, and he sits down, and the pilot comes back and says, Sir, I'm going to need you to move to this side of the plane so we we can balance the weight.
0: Oh, how embarrassing. I'll,
1: I'll never forget that.
3: They let him on, though. Better that, but I'll take a weight shift, and rather than to not get on, there are rides I can't ride at amusement parks. There are things I can't like. There are roller coasters I can't get into because I can't pull the thing down over me.
1: Is this is this where I say something?
0: Yeah, this is where you're you Probably. intervene okay. is, intervention.
1: Is it is it is it I I'm, I yo yo I'm struggling with this. I know you are. I I really am struggling because I if it's difficult for me. To tell another man how he should live his life, that's none of my business. But I'm your friend, Mm -hmm. and I'm not perfect by no stretch of the imagination. So who am I to tell him what he needs to do, what he already knows, but doesn't have the oomph to do it? Mm.
0: Okay, well, let's ask Nelson. Would you like Bailey's advice on what, what you could do to help out?
1: Careful with this answer. (laughs) because <laughs> if you give me the green light dude you are in for all
0: nelson yes
3: no do you want to think about Maybe. it <laughs> i kind of listen i'm kind of replaying i'm replaying a moment he and i had at the gym
0: <laughs> in oh. my
3: head and i go god i can't ever have that moment happen between him again if i say yes i want his then it's going to be yes sir no sir no you don't have to call no, and no, no i'm not just sir you get me i'm not being literally i don't have to call you sir but well, it's did, his way or the highway. We're not
0: even talking about the gym. We're just saying right now, do you want him to give you his advice? Is what he's yeah. I'll take out. it.
3: Give it to me. You're a, you're a closer to perfect than I'll ever be. So well, that's sweet. But. <laughs> Lay it on me. Would you,
1: would you like to Would you like to address the gym thing first? Since you brought it up,
3: <laughs> we might as well get it all out, or it's and all.
1: He, here's here's the problem that I had with that. <laughs> Nikki, would you like to help, or you want me? to...
0: So we're we're in the gym. We're doing some things. We're working on out. And Bailey tells me to do some push-ups. So I, I'm getting down. I'm doing the push-ups. And I can't do push-ups. I suck. But I'm trying. So then he has Nelson doing the same thing. But Nelson doesn't even get down on the ground. He does like a push-up off of something else. And Bailey's like, uh, you know, you don't want to do that. And Nelson's like, oh, it's the same thing. And Bailey's like, no, it's not. Mm-mm. And then Nelson makes the mistake of saying, well, my personal trainer friends told me that this is just the same.
1: That's the whitest I've ever sa- heard and you sound. And
0: then is I sound like? Bailey went off. Oh, it was on. <laughs> he went off, and I'm over there holding my water bottle, and I'm like trying to do some te- telepathic things with Nelson. Like, shut up, mm-hmm. be quiet, don't say that anymore. You need to just
3: <laughs> say it out loud because. Okay?
1: So I responded with, "Tell me more about your personal trainer days." <laughs>
3: <laughs> I have lost weight before.
1: And you are wrong because it's working out two different body parts. It's the same body part, but two different parts of that body part. And that's not what we were doing and at time. And I
3: thought about that later, too. I go, he's going to get me on a technicality. And I didn't know what it was versus what body parts we were working out. But I guarantee if I revisited it, he would go, dude, we were working chest and you are working the back muscles with that and it's not going to work out. And I go, well, he's going to win every time. That's
1: not even close to being true because it's still the chest. Anyway, not the point. It's So here's my advice to you. Mm-hmm. Whether it's me or someone else, okay, because I, again, I make it very, very clear. I'm the farthest thing from perfect. I've got so many bad habits and so many things that I do wrong, but... I've been in similar situation that you're in. Not that heavy, hmm. not even close. Yeah. I just don't even see how somebody could let themselves get that way. No, I'm just kidding.
3: No, I didn't so, see. <laughs> if we're being honest, I didn't see how I could let myself get here either. No, 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 so. no.
1: I'm, just, I'm joking. But I've I've known people, I've been around people, I went through it. You have to relinquish. Everything that you know, including your power to someone else and let them run your life until you get to a certain level where you know how to maintain it in a healthy way. Manage it. Manage it. Because right now you are clueless. You are a ticking time bomb. You have so many bad habits and your health is like, I worry about your health because I don't want to come in here one day and not have somebody run the board. (laughs)
0: that's not what he means that is
3: i'm glad that i'm just like i've solidified myself a job here by knowing how to do this i
1: i I can't call our boss aaron and say hey dude look you remember nelson (laughs) Nelson?
3: he's
1: dead (laughs) why is he dead well he didn't listen to me one and two he died because of the fat thing and the heart thing and you know it's uh, the drinking and the thing and uh, he goes, well, didn't you, you tell him? Not. I was not. like, yeah, I've got the audio. It's on the Odyssey app. You can go listen to it <laughs> in the podcast, Pop. <laughs> and so I, I you just, you have to listen. What you do with me is you lie to me. You don't tell me everything. You withhold information because you don't want me to know. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Probably, okay. yes. All right. You don't want me to know that you went out on a school night. You don't want me to know that you went... <laughs> You, you went, I, I know that you didn't sleep the night before your flight. I know after Sky River on Friday, you stayed out all night to get to the airport because your mindset is, I don't want to go to sleep and miss my flight. So you stayed up all night. Mm-hmm. Am I Did right? you do that? You're right. Yeah.
0: Wow. He yeah, said right. that and I'm like, no. Yeah, he's no, right. Because he, was a, I could not, up.
3: I could not miss that flight. Nope. Okay. But see, here's the thing. You're a grown ass man. You set
1: your alarm like every other grown ass man, I and know. you wake up even if it is two hours sleep. That's what I'm saying. Is you have some, ba- you have a lot of these bad habits. People listening right now, you know somebody like this, mm-hmm. right? And you want to help them, but how do you do it? I don't know if what I said even made resonates? a dent. You know, resonates me, made, made a dent. Whatever you mm-hmm. know, I, I I definitely don't want it to come across as pompous, no, and narcissistic, I don't. because I don't feel that that's way. why I've not said anything, right? But when a major commercial airline says it,
0: <laughs> and why did not you call it a disability? I thought something happened to uh,
3: you. Because being this way, this fat is a disability. Mm, uh,
0: I wouldn't call it that. <laughs> disability is something that people can't help. Like you can hmm. help this. There's I agree. You can do about it. The,
1: people that are overweight, they've got thyroid issues, chemical imbalances. Uh, there's issues out of their control. Mm-hmm. If they're trying to maintain and do what they can, that's a disability. Right? right. You not dieting at all, and drinking, and smoking, and eating, and, and, and like all I'm the time
3: drinking all the time. You brush your teeth with whiskey, <laughs> it's vodka. But you're right.
0: And your bottles almost gone at the house. So I know. I can't oh, I even argue like, that point. That is
3: the worst. Like I
1: should have before we started here. I should have told management thank you for the alcohol but just don't <laughs> give him any <laughs> that was like they're welcome they gave us all these bottles of liquor It was very sweet stacy you know it was, it was it like was. welcome here's i was like oh it's so nice and so sweet we took it home we toast it we had a good time with it you know there's a few sips out of mine a few sips out of Nikki d's and <laughs> they have nelson's tongues in the damn thing at night licking the bottle.
3: <laughs> every, every last drop baby
0: I was like, oh, my gosh. I was sitting there working this morning, and it's just sitting in front of me. And I'm like, dang, Nelson, you're not helping me prove your point.
1: I'm just waiting for Stacy to reach out to me and go,
3: Nelson said he lost his bottle. Is that true? He wants to buy <laughs> I'm going to need another one. He wants another one. I'm going
0: to need another one.
3: <laughs> it's right. Everybody's still got their bottles. Where's my
0: bottle? Well, now he gave you his advice, Nelson. So we can see what you want to do with it.
3: I just don't want to disappoint him. So I'm probably just going to start following it just out of fear.
1: See, that's not what I want. No, you
0: got to want to change for yourself, though. Like, you see me going hard at the gym because I want to change for myself. Yeah, he pushes me and he's on me, but I want the change. You got to put that in your mind.
1: Oh, she wants to kill me sometimes.
0: I do, a lot of times.
1: She wants to kill me, but she's crushing.
0: Because he does things like, you're so weak, your daughter's falling off a cliff, and you're not going to be able to pull her up. And so I'm in the gym, like crying, but I'm masking it because all I see is my daughter falling off a cliff. I can't pull her up. He's right, but I'm mad. You See what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Just trying hate to, it. just trying to put y'all in a real life experience.
0: I hate, it. I hate it. I do.
1: That's what I used to do to rage too when we first started working out. It oh. I like, was like, Ariel's trapped under a car. <laughs> You have to squat this car. Why can you not squat this car? Because you are weak.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, you just want to punch them.
1: To me, that's motivational. Yeah, I grew up a little old school. You know,
0: <laughs> way old a school. little.
1: <laughs> this uh, coddling thing is not my is not my forte. I apologize well, for that. Well. Do you have uh, social anxiety?
3: Uh, yeah, I do, but I I mask it with talking too much.
1: I I I second that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I can give you some more advice if you'd like.
3: I'll take more advice on social anxiety for sure. I didn't realize I had it until recently.
1: There's something that you and anybody else that suffers from social anxiety, which I think a lot of people do, it's very simple. It costs nothing, and it can help out with that issue. Okay, I'm ready. All right, I'll tell you what that is here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. All right, I thought I thought about something, Nelson. Uh huh. You're asking for my advice, a commercial airline. Said you were too large to fly. They gave you an extra seat. Mm-hmm. And I said a couple things to you, but uh, I, I need to say something else. Okay. I don't want you to lose too much weight. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, Why? Because, well, you know, like when people <clears throat> big people are funny and then they lose the weight, they're not as funny anymore. They're just
3: not. They're still funny. Mm-mm. No, I'm that's one of my biggest worries. Funny yeah.
1: comes in the form of cellulites. Yes. For a lot of people. No, oh, it... for me it does. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't want you think about comedians that lose weight. They get they they're just out of the spotlight forever. Yeah. Right? What I mean, mean, the
3: only reason Drew Carey's still making money is because he's got that contract locked in at the price is right. He lost all that weight. You ain't seen one other project from him, have you? I agree.
1: I agree. So we want to shed off maybe uh like a hundo. Yeah, like a hundo or a buck
3: fifty. Yeah, then I'm still riding well over 250 at that point.
1: Then you're still chubby, mm-hmm. but you're, and you're funny, and you're healthier.
0: No, he needs to le- lose at least 200 pounds. Then oh, that'll never happen.
1: He's gonna, well, he could, but he's okay. going to be unrecognizable if he does that.
3: And people are going to think he's sick. I think all the skin.
1: Yeah, oh my God. He's going to need plastic surgery, then we're going to be on the air begging <laughs> for a plastic surgeon to advertise the 98 Rock and the BS, and it's going to become a thing.
3: And I got my wound vax in here while I'm uh, recovering. But here's
1: the thing is that, like, I'm sure there are plenty of places here in town. I know there's testosterone maintenance clinics because I've met with a couple of them, you know, that also offer HCG and semaglutide. I believe I'm saying that correctly. You know, and different medical weight loss things that work. But you have to do things and you have to not do things Mm. uh, in order for them to work. You just don't walk in and do the things and you're like, look at me. It takes, it takes time. It takes practice. It takes You got
0: to stick to some kind of regimen.
1: Anyway, so your social anxiety, anybody's social anxiety can be helped with simply sniffing a stranger's body odor.
2: Oh, what? Why?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm reading. This is from the New York Post, mind you. There's a new study that found getting a big smell, a big whiff of somebody else's odor might help with your social anxiety. These, this comes from researchers in Sweden. And had 48 socially ang- uh, anxious women sniff samples of people's armpit sweat oh. for some reason, and it helps. They went through mindfulness therapy as well, which helped a little. That alone cut their anxi- uh, anxious feelings by 17%. But when they also smelled a stranger's body odor, because body odor, just when you say, I smell someone's BO, doesn't mean it's always a bad smell.
0: No. That's why it's called odor. It's a musk. Body odor. I mean, you don't normally hear that is for something that smells good. Yeah,
1: but you've smelled my armpits before, right? When when they're sweaty, they smell like maple syrup.
0: I ain't never smelled no maple mm. syrup on you.
1: Next time they smell, I'm gonna have you smell. They smell like maple syrup. I, I kid you not. I, I sweat don't have maple syrup. Issues. I'll sniff that. <laughs> you're I don't afraid want you're to eat that. <laughs> oh, <ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So uh, their social anxiety dropped by 39% when they smelled a stranger's BO.
3: Does it matter? Does a stranger have to be a confident person? You know what I mean? It's like a pheromone thing? And because they're extra confident that... That's a great question. I have no idea.
1: <laughs> that is a great question, though. Like, is there something... That's really interesting. Yeah, Is there something in somebody else's odor uh-huh. if they're successful, if they're confident, and those pheromones come to you? That's real.
0: I'm buying into that. No, I'm not buying into any of that. If, if anything, the only reason that may calm your anxiety is because it gives your mind something else to think about, which is a foul smell that just came across your nose.
1: Here's some other stuff. How about this? Some of the sweat taken from people while they watched a funny movie and other samples were taken during scary movies. Both those types of BO seem to have a calming effect. Mm.
0: <laughs> So, if they were watching a scary movie, how they smell versus watching a comedy, how they smell, it mattered with their body odor.
1: Think about different smells. Like, have you ever had deja smell?
0: Yes. Yes. Okay,
1: I had one the other day. Uh, I was in Macy's at mm-hmm. the Galleria, and I was walking through the this the this, this stinky department. You know, when everybody's got the smells, well,
0: the fragrances are.
1: And I stopped in my tracks, and I smelled a smell that I've smelled before, and I don't remember where and when. But I know I liked it.
0: Do you remember who it was?
1: No, I don't. Okay. But I smelled it, and it smelled so good. It was a woman's fragrance, mm-hmm. fra- fragrance, wait, wait. Fra- fragrance, that I stopped, and I did this. I bent over. All right, I'm watching I'm walking, and I stop, and I, <laughs> I look like a, a, a dog. I was about
0: to say you tooted your butt up like that in the middle of the store. I did. Oh, I, <laughs> he does <and> look <laughs> like a dog right now. Oh my God. His butt's all in the air. And I'm go. <laughs>
1: And I stop and I have it, and it's this bubble of the smell, and I'm in front of the clinique counter, mm-hmm. and on the other side it's glass, like they have shelves and it's glass. And the lady that was working there is staring at me through the the glass.
0: Because she's nervous, she doesn't know what she's supposed to do with this man sniffing with his butt too. And
1: she's talking to me like I'm in prison, you know, like with the glass. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then this song came on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pull down. Okay, I'm telling my story, and and, and so uh, the lady walks around, and I'm frozen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she walks around. And she goes, you know, she had an accent. She goes, can, can I help you? You know, and I was like, this smell right here. Come here, and I pulled her over, and I said, smell this. So now we're two people in this little bubble. Sniff it. Sniff it, and she goes, oh, I know what that is. And I said, what is it? She goes, oh, I think I just sprayed it. Let me, you know, and uh, and she sprays it on one of those little gimmicks, right. And I was like, "That's not it." She went through like six of them, and then she goes, "There's only one left," and I don't think it's that. And I said, well, "Is it the one right in front of me? This is where the smell is." Right. And she smelled. It smelled like murdered woods. Like it was the worst smell. It's not a woman's smell. I couldn't smell anything the rest of the day other than this one smell. Never found out what the smell is, but I had the deja smell.
0: The deja smell, though, could you describe what that smell like? Is it like floral or is it citrusy or? Can like, I be, Can I be honest with you? Yeah. Made me horny. Oh, wow. It did. So it had to be on a woman yeah. that you it, had some relations it, with.
1: It was, it, it made me aroused. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Cinnamon up it, on the main stage. It did. So, uh, but there's something to be said about smells, is what I'm saying. There's a, like a, a smell of a parent, right? Yes, mm-hmm. that
0: will calm my anxiety.
1: The smell of grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. The smell of cooking. Now, anybody can make tuna fish sandwiches, right? Or tuna fish. But the way Graham makes tuna fish is different. It's a different smell. My
0: grandma's biscuits different smell. Grandma's
1: biscuits. Yes. Right? There's a calming effect to that mm-hmm. smell.
0: Nah, so, I agree with that. As
1: soon as you walk in and smell grandma's biscuits, you just you feel safe.
0: Yep, at home you feel warm, you feel cozy.
1: Mhm.
0: You feel full.
1: So what's who's to say that there's not the same smell with a stranger's body odor depending on what type of stranger they are? Right. You know, like if they're confident or successful, like I was saying,
3: Nah, I still can't go I don't know, I think he's onto something with the fact that he had the evidence of, like, there's a difference when you're watching the comedy movie versus when you're uh, not watching a comedy movie or a scary movie.
1: I've I've not seen my wife in four weeks, and I miss her immensely. I see her this Friday. I'm very excited. When she left to go back to her house in in Georgia, she left me her perfume, which I love. I love her perfume,
2: Mm.
0: and every night
1: I spray it on my pillows.
0: I really walk sweet. in your room all the time hoping to smell it, and I never do.
1: Well, you've got to put your face down on my pillows. You're
0: not spraying enough of it. You need to spray a little more.
1: You have to face down, ass up.
0: No. <laughs> you just you just <laughs> spray it in the air some, oh, so your room can. can smell like that's it.
1: That's the way we like to smell. <laughs> 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 that's why I lock like my door at night, because that's how I fall asleep.
0: Oh, with the, well, why do you lock your door? Like, no one's coming in to get you.
1: Well, you never know. You guys might go in the wrong room and see me face down, ass up. <laughs>
0: Is some, back no, 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 no. Because
1: that's the way I like to smell. <laughs>
0: that's the you like to sleep. <laughs>
1: well, that's how I fall asleep. I eventually tip over like a cow. <laughs> <laughs> but when I go to bed, I just got my face shoved in my wife's perfume.
0: I'm learning something new about you today. You so got if, a little thing with your butt being in the air. Let's be
1: honest. You walk into my room and I was facing outside. you would be like, dude, what's up? I would. Why would your ass up there?
0: I definitely would ask you that. And I would feel strange and I would walk out the room and close the door.
1: Yeah. Probably never come back in ever day. I would not. (laughs) (laughs) I would not. Me and my plaid PJs. All right. Fourth and final round of, so go and smell a stranger's BO if you got social anxiety. Mm -mm. Fourth and final round of headlines. What you got?
0: I'm going to tell you who's going to the final four and why an endangered sheep may get a guy prison time.
1: All right. Get you that here in just a minute. Thanks for listening. It's the BS on 98 Rock
2: and by for
3: news. news. It's time for today's top 2
0: headlines.
1: Here we go, fourth and final round of headlines, Nikki D.
0: The final four have been revealed and it is a shocker. H7. 3-point game. Clock ticks.
1: Did you guys I put that in there, song. or was that the audio clip? I no. did it. <laughs> oh, you did Oh, you did it. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, that's great. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> uh, for the first time since 2011, there will be no number one seed in the final four. Instead, what we do have is a number nine seed, which is Florida Atlantic. Yeah, uh, go bells five seed, which is San Diego State University, a number five seed, which is Miami, and a number four seed, which is UConn. Now, for Florida Atlantic, San Diego State, and Miami, this is the first time they're ever going to appear in the Final Four, and this is also the first time in March Madness history that the Final Four features no team seeded better than a number four. The game is going to kick off this Saturday, April 1st, in Houston, Texas.
1: I bet you it's also the first time in, in Final Four history that you've had two Florida teams.
0: Oh, probably so.
1: In the Final Four, which is, you know, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Was it San Diego State, FAU, Miami, and? UConn. UConn. Yep. You know, UConn's like, you know, UConn's UConn. They've and people done it know, before. Nobody knows who FAU or FAU is.
0: No, Florida Atlantic, SDSU, nobody's heard of them.
1: Yeah, so that's pretty cool. I wonder, um, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. For those of you that are going to the Golden 1 Center tonight, for the Kings to clinch since what 2006, yes, a playoff berth. Uh, all they have to do is beat Minnesota tonight, or any of the teams that are behind them, lose, lose in the division. But I wonder if uh they're giving out something like a commemorative something tonight at the Golden oh, One that Center.
2: Would be cool because that's uh, I like I'm a
1: big history guy. Like I love make I love being a part of history. I love talking about history. I love learning about history. But I like being in the moment of history, knowing that you're making history.
0: And you were there to see it. Like you were
1: there. So I'm wondering if your ticket tonight includes like a commemorative cup, just in case they, I mean, obviously they're going to win. But you know what I'm saying? Like when they win, you have that other than your ticket, which you probably don't, you don't even have a ticket uh because it's on your phone. Digital. Yeah, it's all digital.
0: Save it. Screenshot it.
1: Yeah. So anyway, second uh, headline. (laughs) Go ahead.
0: Smuggling endangered species could get this guy 20 years in prison. H8.
3: The world's wildlife is facing a new threat. Poaching has brought many species to the verge of extinction. The trade has been banned in most countries.
5: Now, the new challenge is to stop illegal animal trade.
0: Jason Keith Bruce, 49 year old, him and a guy from Pakistan had this deal where he paid this guy $50,000 to go over to Pakistan and basically hunt this endangered sheep. So he went over there, hunt the sheep, and then they forged documentations in order to bring the head of the sheep back into the U.S. They said it was some other kind of species that's not in danger. Well, this happened back in 2018. Why is this just news now? Because apparently the the guy from Pakistan got busted for something else. And they went back in all the documents that he had because everything's a paper trail. And now it looks like they're busting people, i.e. this guy who's done illegal trading of of endangered species. So he's facing up to 20 years in prison with a $250,000 fine if he's found guilty.
1: Is hunting sheep really hunted?
0: Can't be. Yes, you have to look at the at these sheep. They're the ones that has those really big pretty horns. Hunting
1: hunting a a T Rex, you know, Mm -hmm. hunting a wolf. Hunting something that can fight back. This sheep's hunting a sheep just sounds Uh silly.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It does sound silly, but they, they do it all because of the game and because it's in danger.
1: Actually, now that I think about it, everything that people hunt really can't or doesn't fight back. And, Never. And nobody hunts things like alligators or great white sharks or anything like that because you'll die. Because they can fight back. Yeah, you'll die. <laughs> it's kind of wimpy. We only, hunt, we only hunt things that can't fight back.
3: Right. Until the <laughs> deers get a knife.
1: Cows, chickens. <laughs> Uh, deer, all those things. They're just docile animals. Why don't you go after a crocodile? The yeah. Well, they're all, like, you they're protected. You can't, it was like uh, times of year where you can hunt alligator and stuff like that. They're protected for whatever reason.
0: Because they don't want to be in danger, like a lot of these other species. So, so
1: this guy's bringing the sheep head back as a trophy.
0: As a trophy, yep. The he guy, brought that back and some other stuff.
1: Did he say he was going to hang it? Was he going to hang on his wall?
0: Yeah, he wanted to put it up to show people, like, hey, I went and killed this endangered sheep.
1: So he's going to lie about it, the endangered. That's a stupid. He did thing. lie about it. He, he went over to Buddy's it. house, Nelson. he had this sheep on his head. and He's like, I went and killed this endangered sheep. Would you think like he's the coolest guy in the world? No, because he's a sheep. What a tool.
0: I used to feel so sad when I went to my grandmother's house because my grandfather hunted deer, and the heads were all up in my grandmother's living room, and I hated it.
1: Yeah. I'm not a big, uh, I don't like the pictures when people put the, you know, coming from Georgia, it's like your feed's full of them. You know, they'll have their kid out there with a deer. Tongues hanging out and (laughs) blood's all over it, and his kid's got his little, you know, gun, and I'm going, Jesus. Poor Bambi. Weird. Anyway, last-minute calls, comments, concerns, 916-909-0985. With that said, I have a lot of friends that are hunters, and they're great people. I'm just saying I personally don't like the pictures. That's Me, all yeah. I'm saying. 916-909-0985. Wrap things up. Take any calls if you got it. If we have time, we can put some truth to a headline story from last week in Roseville.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> cost me a fortune. Just
1: so you guys know, we're not making stuff up. Not at all. <laughs> These things actually happen. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening. It's the BS on 98 Rock. As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS here on 98 Rock. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, it's Nikki D. Hello. There's Nelson. Mm-hmm. Finishing things up. Good stuff on a Monday. Uh, just an update on the shooting that took place in Nashville, at the private Christian school earlier this morning, where they have released the victims' names uh, six people total, three students, nine years of age, the other three staff members. Very, very sad. They've also identified the shooter uh, as Audrey Elizabeth Hale, who's a Nashville resident. The chief there, John Drake, said that Hale identifies as transgender. Oh. So as you play the what's going to be said tomorrow politics, mm-hmm. you know, that's just opening the floodgates uh, for that. And then of course you will have the other side, which says, well, she was, since they're saying she was a former student that because it was a Christian school, that the beliefs that they pressed upon her, she wasn't allowed to do this. So everybody will find their own spin on this. And not one person will say, She was just a bad, bad
0: individual, evil
1: individual. Exactly. You know, people do things like this because they're bad people. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, there's things that can push and push the buttons to maybe push you to the point. But all in all, you're a bad, evil individual. Has nothing to do with the politics or what you believe in or what's you know you identify as or so on and so forth you're just a bad egg
0: because there are people who are brought up with all kind of horrible traumas that have happened to them that don't go out and kill other people
1: correct you know and we have a tendency to jump in the everybody is because one person does right uh and you know we went through that with 9-11 with muslims and you know and now you know we've forgotten about that right thank god we moved on um, it's just how we tick, right? We see one bad thing happen from one type of person and we just and assume everybody. everybody's like that,
0: yep.
2: you know,
1: and we do that on smaller scales too. You know, you're dating, you know, like, I'm never getting married again. I had a bad marriage or two bad marriages.
0: All men are dogs. Fam- All- famous line.
1: All men are dogs. <laughs> you know? So it's, it's just, it's just wish people would take a step back for a second, take a breath before they jump on any bandwagon and come to a more sensible idea of what's happening. Exactly. You know, listen to Joe Exotic behind bars.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He makes sense. The
1: guy's got it going on. (laughs) Behind bars, that presidential nominee is just spot on on point. Next president of the United States, Joe, Mr. Exotic. Uh, All right. Uh, Oh, Nikki, we got some time here. Headline last week.
0: Headline last week was that Roseville residents are upset because their windshields continue to be cracked
1: and you went through that story like it was no big deal I did. didn't happen to me <laughs> no, I, why should i care who cares if you got a crack in your window i'm renting a car it doesn't matter to me
0: <laughs> that is not how i went through the story i was very sympathetic for the people getting their windshields cracked
1: if you were sympathetic you would have started like gofundme or something for them.
0: i didn't have a gofundme to start for them i don't know who, who the person i could have reached out to for that but
1: so because of your uh Lack of passion mm-hmm. and I, empathy no for these cracked windshield people of Roseville. no. The karma gods came and got you. What happened when you were driving down the street in Roseville this weekend?
0: I was on my way home yesterday. I parked the car and I look at the windshield. And there oh. is a crack in it so, oh. Now there was not a crack in it before I left home because I would have noticed it because the crack was big. <laughs> And, of course, I drove on that same stretch of road that they were talking about in the news article. And I guess some gravel must have come up and hit me. But the crazy part is I didn't even see it. I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. And it's chipped so deep that when I touched it with my finger, like, the glass was still coming out of it.
1: I've never been around so many cracked windshields in such a short period of time. (laughs) Mine was cracked. Yours was cracked. I'm thinking about going home and just throwing a rock at Nelson's.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to tell otherwise when you look at that thing.
1: Just uh, no, I was I, I, I put over it, man. That's what a '93 Ford Explorer. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's, it's that it's that mid '90s body style. Oh, it's,
1: I had some good times in that vehicle. It's got a
3: tape deck, two door tape deck. That's nice.
1: So you're renting this car. Have I you know. taken it back?
0: I'm taking it back tonight, as uh-huh. as, as we speak. You're, you're just going to drop there. it
1: off and haul ass. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm going to drop it off. I mean, they're going to see the crack. They're going to. I don't know what they're going to do. I paid for the insurance, so they should just use their insurance. I hope they get my deposit back.
1: I don't think it's going to be too late. You're just going to drop it off.
0: Yeah, I'm going to drop it off, but.
1: They're going to call you.
0: They'll call me. Yeah, you better take a picture of that. I already did. Mm -hmm. And and you can't even see the crack good in the picture, but is there?
1: (laughs) Why don't you get some, like, glue and try to mask it
0: i can't mask <laughs> Ooh, it. sneak it
3: in then they'll blame it on the lot boy it's
0: too deep i can't mask it i just gotta We're, or put
1: on, on like some big production and drop it off and, and like uh, you know it's like you
0: pushed me oh i tripped and then
1: <laughs> run into the windshield blame it on the poor guy at the rental thing she comes to me last night nelson and she goes <sighs> she tells me the story she goes i'm just going to buy a car tomorrow i was like you're gonna do what <laughs> Cause she didn't have a car here, right? She uh-huh. sold her car back in, in Atlanta. She's like, I need a car. I'm going to buy a car. I said, Be hold on. I go. All right. She goes. I found one online. I'm talking to the guy. Okay, I said, All right. Well, what's your interest rate? Says astronomical interest rate. Right? Her credit sucks. She's like astronomical <laughs> interest rate. And I'm like, Jesus Mary Joseph girl. I was like, Don't, You're going to be paying an extra like three hundred dollars a month mm-hmm. just on the interest rate. Just relax. Lease something. Get a bike. Everything is five miles in, in, in proximity around here. Uber for a minute.
3: thought we were going to get Bank of Bailey. I was going to ask him what percentage he was going to give you on the interest rate.
0: No, I would not let him buy me a car. Why? If he gets you a good no, rate? No, no, Wait no, a minute. No. He
1: might be on to something. That's here. what I'm saying. Hold on. <laughs> I know. The interest rate was 15%. Oh, my God.
0: It was lower than that. 15? Oh, that's Nikki right. D. D. You got it down to 10. It was lower than that. She got
3: it down to 10. Double digits on a car loan? But what about if you could get nine? <laughs> See what
1: I'm saying? <laughs> All right, we gotta get of here. at listen to the BS on social media, please. Instagram and uh, also Facebook. Thebaileyshow.com is the website. Our podcasts are available there, also on the Odyssey app. We're big into the podcast world, so please download the podcast, share it, like it, tell somebody about it on social media. Uh, we got an email asking us about names for the audience. If you do enjoy the show, I know it's in the early stages. You might be at the waiting six months and go, you know, at first I didn't like you, and then I liked you stage, you know. So, whatever. Seen it, been there. Um, two percenters, if you want to search for that on Facebook, there's a great group of people already in the private Facebook group. And I actually have a private chat with them, too.
0: He does so (laughs) he does
1: yeah so i mean like you'll see kind of where we came from and what we're hoping to bring to you guys and have you guys be a part of and we be a part of what you do and kind of bring everybody together so this isn't like the first time i've done this um so the the two percenters facebook group is pretty cool and and then you're part of a private chat and you can we can talk all the time i talk to these guys all the time so it's pretty cool anyway with that being said you got anything for get out I don't. All right, Nelson?
3: I'm just glad to be back in the sack, man. There you go.
1: All right, look, have yourself a great, safe rest of your night. Go Kings. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3. Hey, bye!